Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence will spell the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's that's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. you know this is the show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about you know what those things are aliens conspiracy the paranormal the government academia the 24-hour news cycle propaganda and the general feeling that we live in the upside down 
Uh, this show is live. If you want to be part of the show tonight, we are taking your phone calls on this unprecedented day. The summer of saucers has come to fruition in the report, the release of the 180-day UFO report. And i uh, love to hear what you guys think about this. It's been out for most of the day. Probably came out around uh, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time, somewhere around there. And uh, so apparently Congress was kind of hanging out... Uh, and kicking it around and getting their classified briefing before the unclassified version was actually released today. So uh, that's the topic. That's what we're going to talk about. But uh, back to the uh, housekeeping just for a little bit. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, the phone number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. If you want to be part of the show, you can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. Just click the Discord link at the website. And uh, troubledminds.org, of course, is the official website. And uh, that's what we're doing that's what we're doing tonight we're taking your phone calls taking you on discord and uh happy friday happy friday to everybody out there uh we made it and uh one more week and of course <laughs> the the actual uh the elephant in the room is that this uh, ufo report came out so uh as you know if you've been listening to this show we've been t- talking about this quite a lot and uh there was some speculation early on in in the month of june uh maybe the first week of june where they uh, decided uh some of the experts per se uh that this report report was not going to be released. It was going to be late. It was going to have problems. It was going to be this. It was going to be that. All kinds of issues, right? It's all kinds of rumors. As always, with anything that uh, is you know large and interesting and uh, <laughs> through the government, it's always chock full of rumors prior to the release and all the rest of this stuff. We all had our speculations on this. We had um, hot takes from uh, many people in the chat here, hot takes from many of you that have called in and told us about this. Uh, what you thought was going to happen. And, well, uh, not to drop any spoilers, uh, let's just say... The aliens aren't here. <laughs> let's just go, let's just go with that for now. But um, I, I think that uh, it's 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 a little more complicated than that. As this uh, as this report rolls out, and we'll get into the report. I've got the links and stuff, and you guys can actually, as I always encourage you, I'll have the sources. Uh, I have the receipts here. I, I'm not making this stuff up. If it's a tabloid or it's a mythology or something, you know, you'll forgive me because that's kind of the stuff we talk about on this show. But uh, tonight we have actual government documents, actual releases from uh, from from uh, the Department of Defense. And this is, you know, uh, so good on them, at least to this point, that they made uh, they 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 kept their promise, let's say, uh, because the end of December was the covid relief bill back in the Trump administration. They they snuck this into that bill as part of a. Uh, part of a disclosure movement, part of a uh, a concern for uh, a possibly a threat to national security, and that this, uh, you know, as Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, and these folks have been saying, is that uh, it, if it's if it is or isn't a threat is kind of irrelevant. Only that we should take it seriously, so we could ascertain whether that was true or not. And that was a paraphrase of basically their thoughts of the past uh, several months here. Uh, but but that's kind of what they've been saying is that uh, if if people don't take it seriously, how on earth are we going to decide if this is a threat or if it's not and you know i think there's some some merit to that argument so if uh you know i don't know uh, everybody's got their own ideas of what these uh these actual aliens are or you know uh, ufos or whatever you want to call it uh remember though they changed it from they changed the term from ufo unidentified flying object to UAP, which is Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, which, again, uh, kind of points to a lot of different things, in my opinion. I've talked about this in the past. I did that whole drawn-out couple episodes on Project Nemesis and uh, 
on the, um, the um, Project Palladium, which uh, was the radar spoofing of uh, Soviet and Cuban jets, thinking they, you know, back in the 60s, that they actually fooled them into believing they saw UFOs. So, I mean, there, there's a lot to this, right? There's a lot of intrigue and a lot of gamesmanship between um, superpowers here, okay? So it's not it's not just the question of are these, whatever these lights in the sky, are they ET or are they something else? It's a... Uh, there's a lot more uh, actual political drama kind of behind this. And it is kind of based on um, what you would say uh, uh, national security. Uh, really, I mean, like, think about it. Just think about it. If you, if you actually um, start, start with, uh, with, well, I don't know, like, uh, the, you know, we don't know what these things are. And, you know, people, people have suggested they're Chinese technology or Russian technology, uh, which seems to me unlikely as hell because we're seeing them all over our damn airspace, right? Like uh, all hanging out next to our military installations, all these things, which we'll get to. That's actually in the report specifically uh, why they think they see them in uh, these particular areas of, uh, you know, maybe military installations. And also, by the way, remember the old UFO trope of uh, the UFOs show up and are trying to, um, you know, uh, shut down nuclear facilities and they, they spot them around nuclear facilities and things like this. So there's a lot here going on with this. And uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. So again, uh, like I said, uh, this is not this is a we are not on fringe tonight. We're just kind of hanging out uh, doing our, our, our thing we like we used to. So consider all of this the third hour. And we'll go maybe a couple hours tonight and see, um, see what it what it takes to get through this. But I've got the document. I've got everything. I've got uh, additional documents that I, is not going to get any press because people aren't. Again, uh, it, it seems strange to me that I'm I'm out there pulling out stuff and saying, "Look, guys, we need to we need to consider this. We need to consider that." All these things that that the mainstream is not going to touch, which is weird to me because this is a super highly anticipated thing. So so I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, we'll get we'll get to that in just a sec. But we are taking your phone calls tonight. Uh, the Discord is open. Phone lines are open if you want to be part of the show. If uh, I, I did link it in the Discord several hours ago. So if you uh, got a chance to read through some of it and want to talk about this, like I said, uh, it's more important to hear your takes than it is to hear mine. You already know what I think for the most part. And so here we go. Phone number's up again, 702-957-1037. Join the Discord at troubledminds.org. You can also find the uh, the actual um, uh, phone number on the, the website as well. All right. So with that said, what we're going to do too is we're going to kind of schedule it like the radio show, just so it's easier uh, for ad insertion after the fact when it goes up to the podcast feed. So at the bottom of the hour, we'll take like a quick couple minute break and then uh, I'll say hi to the chat and uh, do the rest of that. Like normally it just won't be the full five minute break. It'll be like a couple, three minutes and then we'll go back into the show and do it that way. So just to let you know what the format's going to be, we'll have a break top and bottom of the hour for a couple hours and then uh, see where we end up. But okay, so let's, uh, let's do it. Let's do, uh, let's see. Um, all right. So the report, let's get to the report. Let's just get to this because there's a lot here. So we may as well start with this and get, get the truck because there's a ton of information here and let's uh let's begin let us begin shall we so i blew it up super big so you guys could see it and you could probably hopefully read it right there on the screen uh hopefully as i'm going through this so here you go i'm linking it in the chat and then uh uh, don't worry i'll come say hi to you guys in the chat i'm not not forgetting about you i know there's a lot of people out there listening and hanging out and uh, interested in uh this uh this stuff so i will come say hi in in, uh, shortly so here we go here we go this is uh this is the report i linked it in the chat if you guys want the actual uh, specific link and you want to look it up yourself, uh, that's exactly what's going on with this, okay? Uh, so this is a page one. It's only nine pages. So uh, as we heard the source that we were speculating a couple days ago, 
was that uh, there was a um, you know a four page uh, it was like a seventy five page report classified report was pared down to four pages. Turns out that wasn't entirely accurate. It was actually nine pages. So let's uh, let's skip to the from page one. Page one, Office of the Director of National Intelligence, preliminary assessment, unidentified aerial phenomena. This is June twenty fifth, twenty twenty one, which of course is today. And this is the unclassified report. We were talking about this a little bit in the Discord before we started, and some uh, some. Uh, confusion on what unclassified versus declassified versus classified means. And just in basic layman terms, a classified report is something that is not for public eyes. A declassified report is something that was classified and then released with redactions for public consumption. And then an unclassified report like this is something that was... um, uh, created for public consumption without any redactions. And if you see, if you scroll through it, there's no none of those big black bars blocking out any of this stuff. It was all, this entire report here was specifically created so that uh, normal people like us could see it. Uh, let's say non-government types. So so anyway, there we go. Uh, let's see. Time-wise, we're good. Let's go. Let's read some of this. Page one, actually here. So uh, as we scroll down, the first page of the, the nine whopping pages is uh, just the title page. Sexy, right? <laughs> Super sexy. Uh, the page one. There it is. Just a title. All right. Let's go to page two as it begins. Scope and assumptions. The scope of this. This preliminary report is provided by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, in response to the provision in Senate Report 116-233 accompanying the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021 that the DNI, in consultation with the Secretary of Defense, is to submit an intelligence assessment of the threat posed by unidentified aerial phenomena and the progress the Department of Defense Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, the UAPTF, has made in understanding this threat. Um, th- this report characterizes an, o- or, sorry, provides an overview for policymakers of all of the challenges associated with characterizing the potential threat posed by UAP, while also providing a means to develop relevant processes, policies, technologies, and training for the U.S. military and other U.S. government personnel, and. Uh, if and when they encounter UAPs, so as to enhance the intelligence community's ability to understand the threat. The director, UAPTF, the UAP task force, of course, is the accountable official for ensuring the timely collection and consolidation of the data on UAP. The data set described in this report is currently limited primarily to U.S. government reporting of incidents occurring from November 2004 to March 2021. Data continues to be collected and analyzed. ODNI prepared this report for the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committees. UAPTF and the ODNI National Intelligence Manager for Aviation drafted this report with input from USD, DIA, FBI, NRO, NGA, NSA, Air Force, Army, Navy, Navy, ONI, DARPA, FAA, NOAA, NGA, ODNI, etc., so on, uh, right there, in case you want to uh, read all the uh, abbreviations, uh, including the ODNI National Counterintelligence and Security Center and ODNI National Intelligence Council. Uh, so, that's uh, the assumptions. Uh, various forms of sensors that register UAP generally operate correctly and capture enough real data to allow initial assessments, but some UAP may attributable to sensor anomalies. Okay, so there you go. There's the first. Uh, there's two pages out of nine already. And as you can see, it's, uh, it's basically um, what you would call 
just just kind of like I do when I begin the show, a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of explaining what ha- what this is about, just so for for people that are new and showing up and not knowing what Troubled Minds is all about. It's the same sort of thing with them. It's kind of a, a brief on who is involved, uh, what what are the types of things they're looking for, some of the individuals, the, the particular departments like the UAPTF which is a unidentified aerial phenomena task force. So it's right. So it starts kind of a, you know, a little bit boring, but well, there are, there are some interesting things in this report, by the way. So if you haven't read through it yourself, uh, there are some notable things in my opinion. So we'll, we'll get to get through some of that, but as we, as we do, right, I'll read uh, all of it. That's two pages out of nine already. We, we just, we can just blow through this thing if we want to, but uh, a little less fun if we just blow through it all and then uh, end the stream. So again, as you know, taking your, your phone calls tonight, taking your thoughts on this, if you seen any of this stuff or uh, read through it or whatever that whatever what are you hearing on twitter and in the press uh, some folks in discord there before we started were saying it's a little bit weird that this hit and the, the press is <laughs> kind of quiet regarding this and nobody's really talking about this stuff so i don't know i don't know again back to uh, whatever you think about this stuff uh, uh richard what's up sensory or sensory uh i think sensor s-e-n-s-o-r sensory data not uh, censoring <laughs> i see what you got i got you that's a good joke that's a good joke. Uh, okay, so so anyway, point being that uh, looking to hear from you. If you what what have you heard from uh, the media? Uh, what what do you think so far? And uh, again, we all know we we've, we've kind of made some predictions and had some expectations of this particular report. But what happened with it? Uh, it, it hit today, a couple hours, a few hours back. And here we are. We're talking about it tonight. So as you know, this uh, this show is about you. This show is our show, not my show. And uh, unless it gets rowdy, and then I'll put my foot down and say, damn it, this is my show. Uh, I've done it once before or twice before. <laughs> but otherwise, uh, for the most part, if, if we're chill, it's our show. And so uh, 702-957-1037 if you want to be part of the show. And you can give us a call and uh, join the Discord. What do you think? Uh, great joke there, Richard. Sensory or censoring? <laughs> sensory, censoring. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. What what else do we got? Who else is in the chat? Any good stuff here? Any good stuff here? Uh, lots of folks. I'll come say hi in a sec, guys, uh, in the chat. So uh, hang tight for that. All right. So so as we as we continue, let's ju- let's just burn through another page of this. Uh, you guys know the phone number and stuff. So uh, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Let's just go straight straight to. Uh, this straight to page three of this thing. All right. So uh, as it begins, the executive summary is this. The limited amount of high quality reporting on unidentified aerial phenomena hampers our ability to draw firm conclusions about the nature or intent of UAP. The Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, the UAPTF, considered a range of information on UAP described in U.S. military and IC, which is the intelligence community, of course, so military and IC reporting, but because the reporting lacks sufficient specificity ultimately recognized that a unique tailored reporting process was required to provide a uh, to provide sufficient data for analysis of UAP events Um, oops uh, there we go there we go there we go all right so as a result the UAPTF concentrated its review on reports that occurred between 2004 and 2021 the majority of which are a result of this new tailored process to better capture UAP events through formalized reporting Most of the UAP reported probably do represent physical objects given that a majority of UAP were registered across multiple sensors to include radar, infrared, electro-optical, weapon seekers, and visual observation. 
In a limited number of incidents, UAP reportedly appeared to exhibit unusual flight characteristics. These observations could be the result of sensor errors, spoofing, ah, there's that word, or observer misperception and require additional rigorous analysis. There are probably multiple types of UAP requiring different explanations based on the range of appearances and behaviors described in the available reporting. Our analysis of the data supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of five potential explanatory categories. Now, this is where it gets good. These are the five categories. Airborne clutter. Natural atmospheric phenomena. U.S. government or industry developmental programs. Foreign adversary systems. And a catch-all other bin or classification. So UAP clearly pose a safety of flight issue and may pose a challenge to U.S. national security. Safety concerns primarily center on aviators contending with an increasingly cluttered air domain. UAP would also represent a national security challenge if they are foreign adversary collection platforms or provide evidence uh, a potential adversary has developed either a breakthrough or disruptive technology. And so consistent consolidation of reports from across the federal government, standardized reporting, increased collection and analysis, and a streamlined process for screening all such reports against a broad range of relevant USG data will allow for a more sophisticated analysis of UAP that is likely to deepen our understanding. Some of these steps are resource intensive and would, re- would require additional investment there you go there's a there's a third of it guys there's three pages out of uh the the nine pages right so so far so good right is everybody impressed with uh with some pretty pretty fancy technical jargon uh notably uh air clutter (laughs) there's there's a so there's a new so instead of uh temperature inversions and swamp gas uh we have a new we, we have a new category of things to explain away ufos and specifically, that is uh, this. <laughs> the, where is it? Where is it? Uh, I, lo- I love this. This is amazing. Airborne clutter. Airborne clutter. Yeah. Uh, natural atmospheric phenomena, uh, industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all other bin, right? So you would figure if it was other, it would be aliens <laughs> or is it not aliens are we are we here are we there yet are we there yet no we're not there yet now buckle up hold on we're not there yet all right so in any case uh that's uh, that's where we start but i do enjoy that they added airborne clutter to the uh to to the to explaining away some of these things as uh, you know <laughs> i don't my first thought when i read that was wait a minute so now we have garbage flying around <laughs> like what's going on here right it seems like one of those uh those uh those terms you kind of make up to to really uh write write something off as well a seagull like nick west might say right things like this so i don't know i don't know what to tell you regarding that but uh that's uh that's that's what we're talking about here and yeah so there's been a lot of theories uh you know the department of defense is seeking more money for space force and so this is a concoction to uh say oh well there's some anomalous things out 
there and you know anyway like, like we've heard all the all the theories and all this stuff but i don't know i don't know what to think about this other than uh <laughs> what's up todd todd says there's a bunch of bullshit yeah well what's up guys what's up guys i'll go say i'll say how to chat in just a sec so actually let's take a quick break and i'll come be social and say how to chat so as we're doing that let's play some um, let's play a little bit of bumper music and we will be right back you're listening to trouble minds this is michael strange so you want to be part of the show tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 don't go anywhere we'll be right back Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. And we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. If you want to be part of the show tonight, the number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And you can be part of the show. We're talking about this breaking news special Friday stream that we usually don't do here. We usually take Fridays off except for the news show, but I think uh, it's important that uh, this is really sort of a groundbreaking moment in ufology, and uh, we're going to look at this whole report. So we've uh, looked at a third of it. Again, nine whopping pages. The first page was a literal nothing burger, just a title, Uh, but there's more. There's some information in there. They're talking about airborne clutter. They're talking about some atmospheric conditions, which we've heard in the past with temperature inversions with Project Blue book and that DC UFO flap, if you guys recall that, all the way back from the 50s and Project Blue Book back in those days. So, I mean, there's some uh, there's some definite similar um, types of language being used in this report so far, and uh, I, I'm not exactly sure uh, <laughs> what this, this uh, airborne clutter and all the rest of this is. So, uh, what's up, guys? What's up, guys? Uh, who's Duncan? I see you there. What's up, guys? Thanks for showing up. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right, so we are taking your phone calls. What do you think about this so far? And if you want to be part of the show, uh, give us a call at 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and you can be part of the show that way. And uh, yeah, that's what we're doing. So let's get back to it. Let's get back to the report. So I've got some also some other news reports that uh, are basically um, 
kind of kind of in the in the periphery of this conversation some people have uh, you know uh, like me kind of raced to the to the gate here to try and get uh, the, the information out before uh, the mainstream media uh, takes hold of it so we'll look at some of that as well this isn't just going to be the report there's some other uh, sources that I've pulled tonight so in any case uh, let's go let's get back to the let's get back to the report like I said this is troubled minds I'm Michael strange and we're talking about UFOs again and not just UFOs but UFOs uh, basically uh, as the night stalker says the summer of saucers is now and as of today this is this would be the uh, i guess ufo solstice i guess you might call it <laughs> midsummer's ufo day let's call it that something to that effect but anyway let's go let's get back to this report uh so th- that's the executive summary and you know this seems more in line with uh something you would expect from you know mick west or you know jason Colavito or these uh, these skeptics these skeptical folks that don't believe there's anything to do with extraterrestrials whatsoever uh and try and find out uh, you know so some sort of prosaic uh, uh, instances or, or, or uh, explanations for these. So, so I don't know. Let's uh, let's get back to it and let's keep on trucking here. Um, let's uh, let's go to uh, let's let's go to back to the report. So we uh, we did uh, page three here, which again the the highlight of that for me is the airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, United States government or industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and a catch-all other bin. So those are the five categories right there i can't highlight it because there i can there we go there we go so those are the five catch-all categories that that they're talking about um on how they explain these things so if that's the case well uh that's that's the case that's that's what we're rolling with and uh we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna continue considering all the things but here we go let's go to page four shall we so this continues available reporting largely inconclusive inconclusive limited data leaves most uap unexplained so they say limited data and inconsistency in reporting are key challenges to evaluating uap no standardized reporting mechanism existed until the navy established one in march of 2019 the air force subsequently adopted that mechanism in november 2020 but it remains limited to usg reporting that would be u.s government of course uh, the uaptf regularly heard anecdotally during its research about other observations that occurred but which were never captured in formal or informal reporting by those observers After carefully considering this information, the UAP task force focused on reports that involved UAP largely witnessed firsthand by military military aviators and that were collected from systems we consider to be reliable. These reports described incidents that occurred between 2004 and 2021, with the majority coming in the last two years as the new reporting mechanism became better known to the military aviation community. Uh, we were able to identify one reported UAP with high confidence. In that case, there we go. We were able to identify one reported UAP with high confidence. Just one, really. In in uh, so what happened to Ryan Graves? And he was talking about he saw UFOs every day for like two years in the Atlantic. A little bit weird, right? A little bit weird. So we were again, we were able to identify one reported UAP with high confidence. Identify. Okay. All right. Fine. In that case, we identified the object as a large deflating balloon. Okay. <laughs> the others remained unexplained. Okay. I see. I see. So they identified one. The others remained unexplained. Now here's, here's a, a list of the things over those couple years. 144 reports originated from USG sources, U.S. government sources. Of these, 80 reports involved observation with multiple sensors. 
Most reports described UAP as object that interrupted pre-planned training or other military activity. And so uh, to finish out the bottom of page four here, these are some of the challenges they've cited as collection challenges, right? Data collection with, for the intelligence community, talking about radar, uh, these types of things, right? Like what, what is actually happening with uh, uh, our, our, our military and how they're collecting data with the, the UAP. And so they're saying in the UFOs, I'm going to say UFO, it just sounds, has a better ring to it, doesn't it? But, uh, but so they're saying that they have problems, not just collecting the data, but a way of cataloging it, collating it, this whole bit, right? And, uh, and so in, into one database sort of thing. So anyway, here we go. It continues. The UAP collection challenges uh, are this. Sociocultural stigmas and sensor limitations remain obstacles to collect data on UAP. Although some technical challenges, such as how to appropriately filter out radar clutter to ensure safety of flight for military and civilian aircraft, are longstanding in the avi aviation community, while others are unique to the UAP problem set. Nar uh, bullet point one, narratives from aviators in the operational community and analysts from the military and intelligence community describe disparage disparagement associated with observing UAP, reporting it, or attempting to discuss it with colleagues. Although the effects of these stigmas have lessened as senior members of the scientific policy military and intelligence communities engage on the topic seriously in public, reputational risk may keep many observers silent, complicating scientific pursuit of the topic. The sensors mounted on U.S. military platforms are typically designed to fulfill specific missions. As a result, those sensors are not generally suited for identifying UAP. And third bullet point, sensor vantage points and the numbers of sensors concurrently observing an object play substantial roles in distinguishing UAP from known objects and determining whether a UAP demonstrates breakthrough aerospace capabilities. Optical sensors have the benefit of providing some insight into relative size, shape, and structure. Radio frequency sensors provide more accurate velocity and range information. And that's page four. And there you go. Just like that, we're almost halfway through this sucker. And so uh, this was uh, this was this was disclosure, right? This is the summer of saucers. This is uh, this is the big report everybody's been waiting for. So, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, are you uh, excited? Are you concerned? Are you confused? <laughs> I, I, I'm a, a little of all three, uh, but I think that uh, so so again, right? There, there. Notice how uh, the, the language is first. It's uh, it's very specific to. Um, to you know a data collection and of course there's lots of ways again you know with uh, infrared data like we've seen on the FLIR cameras on the uh, the, the gun the, the the gun camera footage right uh, which is basically what where those three tic tac videos came from uh, radar data which as far as i'm aware we have not seen yet so th they have an entirely uh different setup for kind of kind of considering what these things are with the the radar data itself so that in particular would be interesting because there's there's a lot of professionals out there that work with radar that are not military that might be able to comment on some of these things but if we don't see the data in a in a public unclassified setting how the hell are we supposed to know so so uh, again a lot here there's a lot going on with this and i don't know uh, like i said what are your thoughts uh, are you are you worried about this or yeah it's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah, no, no biggie.
That's okay. I've, I've, we've had trolls before. We'll have trolls again. I ain't tripping. All right. So, so what are your thoughts on this? Is this something again? Right. So far, we're almost halfway through this, and that's that. It's uh, it's it's pretty um, it's pretty pretty bland, I think, in my opinion. And, and introducing a new a new uh, <laughs> a, a new way to kind of kind of uh, rule out things by calling them um, I don't know aerial clutter of sorts. Is uh is, is is a little bit disappointing, but uh, uh you know I think they're going to classify that as seagulls and that deflated balloon and uh, you know some of this other stuff. But anyway, anyway, okay. So uh, let's see what else do we got? Just looking at the chat, hanging out. All right. So uh, what are your thoughts on this? Again, I'm going to put the phone number up: seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call, and uh, we'll put you on. Again, no radio, so uh, no no need to worry about uh, dropping f bombs or the other thing. If you want to be the first f bomb tonight, you're welcome to. It ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Nobody's worried about it. Uh, so okay, uh, and uh, yeah, that's the deal. We're going to continue reading this. We're about halfway through this report almost, and I need a sip. I need a sip of beer. But uh, that's what's going on. Phone numbers up, and uh, I'm going to play just a little bit of music here. Uh, actually, Beachwood's calling. Beachwood's going to give me a break, uh, and then uh, we'll we'll do that. We'll continue with this stuff. I got my little dog over here crying. Hold on one sec. I'm going to go uh, uh, sticker with something sharp. Be right back. I'm just kidding. I would never do that. Okay, let's go to. Uh, uh, got a couple good comments here. Uh, Night Stalker says Raytheon made the radar, so it must fall under private corporation stuff and not included in this. And I think that's a good point too. There's there's probably a lot of this that uh, will be dodged by the FOIA process uh, when people start filing these FOIAs because that's that's what they're going to do, right? That's that's really what's going to happen here. Is uh, John Greenwald Jr. He just he just posted not too long ago on Twitter that. The FOIA offices, uh, different different uh, Department of Defense uh, spots are going to not be happy with him because he, uh, he he's he's going to FOIA the shit out of him come Monday. He didn't say that; those are my words. But basically, he's uh, he's he's going to take this take this to the next step. And so the so the good part about all this is is that every specific instance now. So so just to be in particular, they mentioned that they identified one of these UAPs as a balloon, right? As a deflated balloon, which of course would fall under aerial clutter, I, I assume. But so if now they've cited this in a government report, now FOIAs can be placed about that exact incident because they've acknowledged it as a thing. You understand? So now, now, even though some, they're not giving up a lot of data, a lot of information here, uh, these are the types of things that like the good FOIA folks will go after hard. So the department of the Navy, the DOD, the, the Pentagon, they're going to go after all, whatever departments they can to try and get information regarding these specific instances they're talking about. So, that's uh, that's the deal. That's that's uh, that's what's going on. So they're going to continue doing that. And John Greenwell Jr., like I always say, he's doing God's work out there. So I think it's important that um, that uh, yeah, that, that's what we do. All right. So we got uh, Beachwood from Massachusetts. Let's do that. And uh, thanks for calling, my man. Well, welcome to the show. And what's on your mind tonight? Hey, what's up, man? Oh, uh, nothing much. I'm just uh, I skimmed through that report like uh, real quick. Uh, I'm all listening to it now you know, tonight on the show to like really get, you know, some of the finer details that aren't even there in the report. But, um, yeah, I love how the first page is basically nothing. Um, but the positive on the positive side of this, I look at it is, uh, 
like people that that are into this show, this type of thing on your show, like we predicted this. So you got to know that you're at least facing the right direction. Um, you know, you learn how to read what's going on in the media and whatnot. Uh, well, one thing that I did notice is, uh, I talked to, uh, my aunt today and my mother and they're older and like, um, I don't know. They were talking something about 2020. There's going to be that uh, Maxwell lady, the the Epstein thing. And uh, I think they're going to try to, you know, kind of cause a distraction away from the, uh, the failure of the declassification, not necessarily the UFO thing, but just how vague it is. And they're going to try to blow something else up real quick. And then I think in a couple months, something might surface again. But I don't know. I was, um, I'm not going to say I was disappointed. It's what I expected. But, you know, aerial, aerial clutter and where I come from, for balloons to fly, you got to inflate them, not deflate them. That's just, that's a bunch of garbage. And there's too <laughs> many sightings and people acknowledge it for them to say that they're not there. Like, they're there. You have everyday people believe they're there. They say they're there. They see them. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm more uh, kind of just tuning into the show, looking forward to hearing the rest of it, and uh, hopefully, maybe a couple other people got some takes on it. But yeah, totally. It was a pleasant surprise to see you on a Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you think we'd miss this? We can't miss this. This is this is literally what the show is all about. We've been we've been chomping at the bit to talk about it, so we may as well do it do it properly and go through every every line by line in this entire document because you're not going to get that anywhere, right? You're going to get like a little snippet here, a little snippet there, and they're going to imply aliens or they're going to imply seagulls, and that's all you're going to get, right? You're not going to get like a full full conversation about it. That's what we do. So so let me ask you what we got you on here. Uh, what did you think about that uh, the airborne clutter? The aerial clutter. The aerial clutter is is cluttered means like to me a bunch of stuff crammed into a small space so much that you can't get around it. Like my garage is cluttered. I, everywhere I turn, I kick something over. I don't think there's that much clutter in the sky. It's just such a poor terminology. We're talking the most advanced technology in the world, and you use words like clutter and like. It give me a real document that I can't understand half of it because it's so like scientific and in depth. Like when you read medical records or something, you don't, you know, half the stuff I don't even understand because it's beyond my education level. But um, yeah, too vague. Too sounds like a regular person wrote it, like not actually from a scientist or somebody who studied it. When sci- when they take notes, they're just more. They're like painstakingly in depth with detail when you take scientific observations, and none of that's in there. So yeah, it doesn't seem like it does. Kind it? of. No, not really. Little, little vague, but hey, it's kind of what we expected. At least they put it out. Yeah, at least they were on time, which is definitely not the way the government rolls. And at least they, uh, you know, uh, came through with. Uh, a, 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 a actual declassified version of this unclassified i'm sorry 
uh, different uh, different words mean different things. But yeah, I mean, uh, we're we're here talking about it. I didn't expect it. I mean, it, based on the press this week, based on the whispers, uh, you know, they said this week. So I was like, okay, fine, uh, maybe we can expect it. And sure enough, they came through. And it is Friday. It is dumping day. It is kind of about when we thought it would happen if it did. And so you know, we'll see. And so so this isn't the end of it, of course, right? Like I said, the FOIA guys are going to go nuts on this. The press is going to have a field day, but what are they going to do? So, so what's your uh, prediction on the press? Do you think they're going to try and sweep it under the rug and just, you know, kind of downplay it? Or do you think they're going to go insane like UFO nuts on Monday, like they did with that uh, 60 Minutes report? I think, I think they're going to try to sweep it myself. I do. I think they're going to, I'm not sure with what, but I think it's going to be quick. But uh, I can't say what. I don't not. I'm just not sure. But um, yeah, I think they might try to just sweep it and kind of put it out of sight, out of mind, and maybe wait to see what people have to say for feedback. You know, like a little research project, see what the algorithms pick up. But yeah, that's it, really. All right, all right. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Friday night to get that work done in the garage, and we'll talk to you soon, my friend. Absolutely. Take it easy, my friend. Thanks, bro. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. All right. There you go. There you go. We got uh, that's Beachwood from Massachusetts uh, kicking us off for the calls tonight. And we're, we're looking at the UAP task force, uh, the or the actual uh, report here. Uh, the UA, the what is this called? What is this even called? Uh, let's see where are we at. We're on page page. Uh, we finished page four. So this is called again. Let's go to the top of this. This is the pre- preliminary assessment of the unidentified aerial phenomena. And this is uh, this is what we've been waiting for. Right. This is this is the summer of saucers kind of culminating in whatever it is, whatever this is going to be. And uh, we're about halfway through it. And we're going to keep on trucking and read this to the bitter end and uh, get all of this uh, on record and actually talk about it as not not spinning it, but actually going through the thing in its entirety. So thank goodness it's not 75 pages, or else we'd have to spend a week doing this. But uh, uh, nine, nine is enough to kind of get through in one, one stream, so we're, uh, we're doing it. That's what we're doing tonight. And uh, taking your phone calls. So Beachwood's kicked us off. Uh, what do you guys think about this? Are you disappointed? Uh, are you... Are you, uh, is this kind of what you expected, the information so far, uh, talking about uh, collecting data on UFOs and this type of thing, uh, you know, the challenges, uh, aerial clutter, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, I have no idea what's going on here, but but uh, other than that's what's up, and I want to hear from you, if you want to be part of the show, you know what to do, 702-957-1037, that's 702-957-1037, uh, let's see, can we, can we get through one more page here before it's yeah let's 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 motor through one more page before we take another quick break and uh that's when i'll come say hi to chat and read read some of that stuff and uh talk to you guys so hang tight and let's uh let's get through this let's burn through one more page and finish up uh page five here so back to this uh, uh here's the link again if you guys want the actual direct link and you want to uh, be able to follow along or read it yourself elsewise offline or wherever else uh, dropping it in the chat, and always you can uh, you can find this uh, in my sources, in my sources. But okay, here we go, page five. Uh, but some potential patterns do emerge, they say. All right, although there was a wide variability in the reports, and the data set is currently too limited to allow for de- uh, detailed trend or pattern analysis, there was some clustering of UAP observations 
regarding shape, size, and particularly propulsion. Uh, UAP sightings also tend to cluster around U.S. training and testing grounds, but we assess that this may result from a collection bias as a result of focused attention, greater numbers of latest generation sensors operating in those areas, unit expectations, and guidance to report anomalies. Uh, and a handful of UAP appear to dem- demonstrate advanced technology. Now, here we go. Now we're going to get into the, the hot stuff. In 18 incidents described in 21 reports, observers reported unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. Some UAP appeared to remain stationary in winds aloft, move against the wind, maneuver abruptly, or move at considerable speed without discernible means of propulsion. In a small number of cases, military aircraft systems processed radio frequency energy, RF energy, associated with UAP sightings. Some UAP, uh, I already read that. So the, the UAPTF holds a small amount of data that appear to show UAP demonstrating acceleration or a degree of signature management. Additional rigorous analysis are necessary by multiple teams or groups of technical experts to determine the nature and validity of these data. We are conducting further analysis to determine if breakthrough technologies were demonstrated. There you go. So uh, there's there's the UFO stuff, right? We are conducting further analysis, okay, to see, to determine if breakthrough technologies were actually demonstrated. So again, right, like you would expect, like they've been saying this for a long time. We're still looking at it, right? We're still looking at it. And so now we get to this part. And this this is kind of what I've been saying for quite a, quite a while now. Uh, UAP probably lack a single explanation. Uh, hold on one sec. I'm going to get my dog out of here. She's freaking out, as you can hear. One sec. I'll be right back. All right. Sorry about that. Here we go. Uh, so UAP probably lack a single explanation. So the UAP documented in this limited data set demonstrate an array of aerial behaviors, reinforcing the possibility there are multiple types of UAP requiring different ex- explanations. Our analysis of the data supports the construct that if and when individual UAP incidents are resolved, they will fall into one of five potential explanatory categories, which uh, was kind of a detail above. Here we go. Airborne clutter, natural atmospheric, atmospheric phenomena, U.S. government or industry developmental programs, foreign adversary systems, and the catch-all other bin. Uh, with the exception of one instance where we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP was airborne clutter, specifically a deflating balloon, we currently lack sufficient information in our data set to attribute incidents to specific explanations. And then here's, here's uh, the, the brief of what these, uh, these things are. So I'll read these, and then we'll, uh, we'll take a quick break and come say hi to chat. Uh, so here we go. Airborne clutter is defined as this. These objects include birds, balloons, recreational unmanned aerial vehicles, or airborne debris like plastic bags that muddle a scene and affect an operator's ability to identify true targets such as enemy aircraft. Hmm, weird. Uh, Second one, natural atmospheric phenomena. Natural atmospheric phenomena includes ice crystals, moisture, and thermal fluctuations that may register on some infrared and radar systems. Number three, USG or industry developmental programs. Some UAP observations could be attributable to developments and classified programs by U.S. entities. We were unable to confirm, however, that these systems accounted for any of the UAP reports we collected. So they say it isn't. Uh, well, again, in this report. Uh, for, and then foreign, number four, foreign adversary systems. Some UAP may be technologies deployed by China, Russia, 
another nation or a non-governmental entity. There's your breakaway civilization, eh? And number five would be other, the catch-all bin here. Although most of the UAP described in our data set probably remain unidentified due to limited data or challenges to collection, processing, or analysis, we may require additional scientific knowledge to successfully collect on analyze and characterize some of them we would group such objects in this category pending scientific advances that allow us to better understand them the uap task force intends to focus additional analysis on the smaller number of cases where a uap appeared to display unusual flight characteristics or signature management uh there it is there it is. All right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. So this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And we're going over this uh, this unidentified uh, aerial phenomenon report, the UFO report, the six-month UFO report that we've been waiting for. We've been waiting all year for this. And here it is. And so kind of reading through some of this, it seems like there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of re- repeating itself, you know, we read the summary and now it kind of goes into detail of all that stuff. But the, the executive summary is it. That was it, right? Uh, so I don't know. This is a little bit strange to me that uh, we waited so long for kind of a uh, unfortunately disappointing report. No, the aliens are not here. The government's not even willing to touch that, it seems. And uh, there you go. That's that kind of what we expected from the government a little bit, right? So that's what we're doing tonight. So we're kind of going through this report. We're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we will be right back. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. And we're talking about the UFO report. So don't go anywhere. And uh, more after the break. to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're taking your phone calls tonight. And you can reach us at 702-957. I actually forgot the phone number for a second. Can you believe that? 702-957-1037. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. You can click the Discord at TroubledMinds.org and be on the show that way. We're reading the chat on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. And we're talking about this six-month UFO report. This is out. It is real. It is actually in black and white, a document from the government detailing what they know about UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomena, or, of course, like we said in the old school days, UFOs. And, of course, uh, as you know, if you guys listen to this show often, uh, you know what I think about most of this stuff. Uh, I'm... I don't know. I don't know the answers. I do not know the answers here. So if you're looking for answers, I'm not your guy. But what I do know is uh, you can kind of derive uh, some of the truth, I think, by reading the reports they put out, by reading, by following the press and seeing what they what they report about these things. Because, of course, there's that uh, that unholy union between the, the government and the, the media, right? So I think that's part of this is, um, you know, being uh, reading it with a discerning eye, uh, be, you know, living in that skeptical world as well as willing to believe, just uh, looking at the evidence and kind of going with it as it kind of comes. So there we go. There it is. That's what we're doing tonight, and uh, we're taking your phone calls. So we've got uh, Robert on deck. So let's go to Robert. Robert from Pennsylvania. What's up, my friend? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you? Um, fine. How are you? Ah, doing very well. Are you? Uh, are you finally all right with the universe now that uh, this UAP report came out? Um, I think people are overlooking a couple of big things here that's in this report. Okay. They're seeing, you know, they're seeing it as a as a complete whitewash. But there's a major omission in this report when they say that most of these 140 that they're talking about are physical objects. Right, not uh, atmospheric, not uh, 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 ball lightning, not moss gas. They're that's a, they're admitting that virtually all of these are physical objects. That's a big admission. Uh, that's something that they, that they never, never really ever said anything like that before that I'm aware of. You know, for a government agency doing that. Also, they cover all bases in that five list of five uh, that they let's see uh, the list of five. Let me got it here. Uh, I got you, buddy. Airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, USG or industry development. Okay, I've got it right here. Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, airborne clutter. Like you said, that's the balloon, deflating balloon. That that's one item out of 140. Right? Then they say uh, natural atmospheric phenomena. Well, you could discount that because they said outside of that balloon, uh, all the rest of them were physical, physical uh, objects. So that's, that eliminates natural atmospheric phenomena. Right? And, and then they say U.S. government and U.S. military, industry, developmental programs, um, and foreign adversaries. They're covering all bases with the five and covering their ass. And because the the most important part is in a catch-all other bin. Right? Uh, whoever, they're, they're 
they're they're avoiding telling a lie by covering these five, and but not saying with certainty that it's any of them. So they're covering their butt in case you know, um, and and this isn't the only report. There, I believe, there was nine other pages to the report that's not that was not made public that went to uh, the committee. Uh, as classified for them to to look at. Are you aware of that? Yeah, so that is correct. They they actually had a uh, so before they released it today, there was a briefing uh, to the members of Congress that were supposed to see this. I think it was uh, the defense. Uh, what, what was the committee? A particular committee, anyway. So they were briefed on the full um, the full classified version of this. And there were I'm not sure how many more pages. I know it was several more than at least than what we got here. So there were specifics, of course, radar data collection type information that they wouldn't tell us. Of course, sources and methods, right? So they were briefed on that before this came out, and that's what we were waiting for. So once they delivered the report this morning, Congress got it, they were briefing them, and once they were uh, satisfied with their briefing, then they authorized the release of this. That's why it kind of came in the early afternoon instead of first thing in the morning. But yeah, you're totally right on that. And as far as the fellow that does all the FOIA requests, all right. You know, you, you mentioned that airborne clutter gives them, an, uh, you know, an avenue to do a FOIA. But also, the fact that they said most of these, and that would have to be, if there's 140, that'd be 139, uh, are physical objects. So he, he could FOIA 139. Which physical objects are you talking about here? Yeah, no. So you're so you're correct. You're correct in that they're they're kind of acknowledging some things that they've been uh, hesitant to do in the past. The government here, right? So I'm with you on that. Except the th- here's the thing I don't like regarding this is that they've also used it as an opportunity to sort of reset the clock. So they're ignoring all the Project Blue Book stuff, all the stuff that goes way back. I mean, this is not a new thing, but they're literally just saying, oh, by the way, this is from, you know, whatever those dates are, those recent 10 years or whatever. So it's like, it's, it is kind of a reset to kind of kick the can down the road a little bit because they're not acknowledging a UFO ever showed up in the 80s, right? Like, they're not saying anything about that. Yeah, well, uh, it depends on what their mandate was under, um, under the order. You know, the to produce that, I can't. I, I'm I'm not familiar with the wording of that. Uh, if they were just talking, uh, if they were just required in the last twenty years, I don't know what the requirement was for them. Were they supposed to give a total history? No, n- not at all. But but you see what I'm saying though. So the the requirement was they were supposed to tell us what they knew about the UAP phenomena, right? That's what we were supposed to know. And so, but you mm-hmm. notice, like I said. I know brevity of time uh, of, uh, you know, they only had six months and all the rest of this. So they couldn't really give us everything since Roswell. But I'm saying once you, once you, it's like, it's like anything else, right? It's like, uh, if you can pick the start date and the end date of the data that you're presenting, you basically get to paint the narrative in a very specific way by picking those dates. You see what I'm saying? It's like a cherry pick sort of situation. And and, and the reason they can get away with that, the reason they can get away with that, it's because they're only been told to invest, you know, to provide a report of what they know uh, in, their, in an investigation of UAPs. Prior to that, it was UFOs. 
Right, exactly. So, so you're right. Maybe, maybe they uh, they closed I mean, the book on UFOs. That's how government agencies work. Yeah, they'll look at the they'll look at the at the wording and say, well, they're just wanting UAPs, and we didn't start UAPs until 2004, let's say. All right, so we'll just give them what we know from 2004 up, because before that they were UFOs. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, uh, so we're talking about UAPs. So since we changed the the, the verbiage, then we'll go with just UAPs. Uh, but it, like, I understand. Right. They'll I, only go by they only go by what is you know what the wording mandates them to go by. And if you know if they can read that and find a way to 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 duck this or duck that because of you know if if the if the committee would have required a history of UFOs and UAPs and whatever. Then they would have been kind of boxed in and had to do that, but they allowed them an open door with the UAPs. Yeah, exactly. And so, so here's a perfect example of that uh, Salcedo Media, James in the in the chat here says, "Governments, government is very good at lying by omission," and I'm not just talking UFOs. And that's exactly right. That's kind of what I'm saying here is that they're they're able to cherry pick. I don't know. Like I said, uh, we're, we I I knew we weren't going to yeah, be happy with this. Absolutely right. That's exactly what they're doing here. Right, exactly. Lying by omission. Right, I agree, I agree, and that's why I think uh, going back to two thousand four or whatever it is is, is kind. Of, it's kind of a weak, dishonest way to go about this, but it's something is better than nothing. I think we can agree on that, right? I think that we should at least take that little crumb they gave us, and that's a mission that a hundred and thirty nine of them, well, actually all hundred and forty, were physical objects. That's a biggie. That means they weren't swamp gas. They weren't a, you know, all those other things that over the last 50, 60 years they, they tried to claim. It wasn't hallucinations. It wasn't mass, mass hallucinations. They were all physical. All right? I, That's a big admission. I agree. And, so, and then some of them they, that they weren't able to classify at all. So there, there's still that as well. I mean, it, it, is, like, it is a big step. All right? So, so I can give it that. But, you know, what, 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 what were we waiting for, really, here? Like, a, a bigger admission than that? Well, what will happen now is the committee probably will jump right on that 140 R physical and follow up and demand clarity on that. What do you mean they're physical? You know, they'll probably be further... further mandatory investigations and hearings and stuff on this, I think, just from that alone. <laughs> because Rubio's not going to let this go. There's, you know, <laughs> I think, for one thing, he's probably doing this as, 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 as trying to aid the military-industrial complex into gearing up more funding in case it's China or it's Russia, uh, which they put in here, and they know better. All right? Uh, but he's not going to let that go. He's, he's going to want to know, well, if these are physical things, if you make the term that they're physical things, you have to do better than that. You know, they, they just can't say they're physical and not say, well, what do you think they are? Yeah, it is, it is a little bit of a cop-out, though, because they basically said that the reason they don't know is because of a, a lack of reporting procedures. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so, eh. yeah the lack of their own reporting procedures because, they, you know, they didn't want to hear it. Exactly, exactly. But, you know, what they would do is they would, they would go on board the ship and confiscate the radar uh, tapes and everything everything else, take it, take it away with them, and that's the last you hear about it. 
That's and Rubio, I think, is going to dig a little deeper. I think he's going to dig, dig a little deeper into this. He's going to not settle for it. Although, unless they, that those other nine pages that we don't get to see addresses that. And I think that, you know, for that to be a classified area, it probably does. But remember what Rubio said. Washington leaks like a, like a, like a faucet. His washer's gone bad. So <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here. Yeah. But he says he's absolutely sure whatever those nine pages are that, that were classified will get leaked real quick. Exactly. Like a sip. Right. So, all right. I appreciate uh, the conversation. Talk to you later. Great thoughts, man. Uh, thanks for the call. That's Robert from Pennsylvania, and uh, always uh, listening and always commenting in the chat and uh, calling in. Appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. There you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, easy as that. Dial the phone number. Get on here. What's your take on this? Uh, Robert had some great points there. They're acknowledging these are objects. All right? So that's good. Uh, so what's the next step? I, I think that's that's maybe where this goes. Maybe the FOIA guys and some other things. Uh, maybe some activists get behind this and really start pressing fine like 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 again let's let's take the next step i think uh you know uh, a nothing burger is probably a little bit premature because this will probably begin a a process of events all right and how how they're trying to now this is now this is what i see happening because um we we end up having some information that we already knew and then some new information regarding, again, their collection procedures, like Robert said, some of the, uh, the new classifications of what they are, uh, you know, the, the five different categories, and then also acknowledging their, their actual objects out there in the sky. So there's those things, right? But uh, there's, there's more here, too. There's more, uh, more with this report, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep on rolling with this. Uh, what's up? Is that you, Kelly? Hey, that's me. What's up, brother? How you doing? Oh, hey, how's it going? I didn't good? know you could hear me. Yeah, 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 yeah. All good. So uh, we got, uh, let's see, let's see, like three three more pages or so to get through this before we get to the appendixes. So if you want to hang yeah. out a little bit, uh, let me let me just burn through this. I'll finish this up and then we'll, uh, we'll uh, get to this. Oh, uh, you know, uh, I'm kind of chowing down right now, but let me listen and then uh, I'll just turn on when I'm, you know, ready to, when, you know, proper time or something. Okay, perfect. Uh, I'll just listen. Uh, I'll just turn the mic off here. Okay, you got it. You got it. Here we go. So let's uh, let's finish up talking about this stuff. The uh, the actual uh, the the report itself. Okay. And again, we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call at seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven, or you can jump in the Discord and uh, be part of the show that way. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link and get your ass in here. Let's hear what you have to say about this. All right. Let's let's get back to this report. Page five. Uh, page six, actually. So we, we just got through the airborne clutter, natural atmospheric phenomena, USG or industry development programs, foreign adversary systems or other. Those are the five new categories that they've listed for, of course, the uh, the this this report, the six month UFO report. So here we go on page six itself. Let's continue six out of nine, six pages out of nine. See, we're already almost through this and I've been blabbering on about a whole bunch of other stuff. So here we go. Uh, this uh, is this, and I'm linking it to if you guys want to read this yourself and uh, maybe go through and uh, uh, start setting up your FOIAs and some of these things. I think maybe that might be a good way uh, of going about this, but uh, here we go. Here's the actual links if you guys want to check it out. And here we go. So now they say this. This continues. Page six. 
UAP threaten flight safety and possibly national security. So the UAP, the unidentified, I can't say it, let's say UFO. The UFOs pose a hazard to safety of flight and could pose a broader danger if some instances represent sophisticated collection against U.S. military activities by a foreign government or demonstrate a breakthrough aerospace technology by a potential adversary. And ongoing airspace concerns are, are this. When aviators encounter safety hazards, they are required to report these concerns. Depending on the location, volume, and behavior of hazards during incursions on ranges, pilots may cease their tests and or training and land their aircraft, which has a deterrent effect on reporting. Now, the UAPTF, uh, the task force, has 11 reports of documented instances in which pilots reported near misses with a UAP or UFO. 11 documented instances all right so that's interesting that's notable and that's probably FOIA. Uh, you can hit that with the FOIA, right so this has been in a report what are those 11 documented instances right these are the types of things like i'm not a FOIA expert but i would imagine these are the types of things you could go after because they've now stated specifically something about you know uh, these instances now you can actually say okay now referencing those instances give me all the documents you can send to me through FOIA, right so anyway, just an example. As it continues here, potential national security challenges. We currently lack data to indicate any UAP are part of a foreign collection program or indicative of a major technological advancement by a potential adversary. We continue to monitor for evidence of such programs given the counterintelligence challenge they would pose, particularly as some UAP have been detected near military facilities by aircraft carrying the USG's most advanced sensor systems. Uh, explaining UAP will require analytic collection and resource investment. And here you go. Here's where the uh, tinfoil hat gets strapped on. Is they're, ta- they're talking about funding for other other uh, other programs now, right? So here we go. Explaining UAP will require analytic, uh, I already said that, uh, standardizing the reporting, consolidate the data, and deepen the analysis. In line with the provisions of Senate Report 116-233 accompanying the IAA for fiscal year 2021, the UAP task force's long-term goal is to widen the scope of its work to include additional UAP events documented by a broader swath of USG, U.S. government personnel and technical systems in its analysis. As the data set increases, the UAPTF's ability to employ data analytics to detect trends will also improve. The initial focus will be to employ artificial intelligence slash machine learning algorithms to cluster and recognize similarities and patterns in features of the data points. As the database accumulates information from known aerial objects such as weather balloons, high altitude or super pressure balloons, and wildlife, machine learning can add efficiency by pre-assessing UAP reports to see if those records will match similar events already in the database. All right, so we're going to use machine learning and AI to really decide what the heck is going on here. All right, so the UAPTF has begun to develop interagency analytical and processing workflows to ensure both collection and analysis will be well-informed and coordinated. All right, so that's, uh, that's page six. Let's see, page seven. And then we get to uh, we get to the appendix. So that's that's kind of it. It gets it gets to the end of this. Uh, so here we go. Let's uh, let's finish up with page seven, and that's the final page of the report. Then it gets to all the uh, the the end stuff here. So here's the here's the last page of actual the report itself. 
The majority of UAP data is from U.S. Navy reporting, but efforts are underway to standardize incident reporting across U.S. military services and other government agencies to ensure all relevant data is captured with respect to particular incidents and any U.S. activities that might be relevant. The UAPTF is currently working to acquire additional reporting, including from the USAF, the Air Force, and has begun receiving data from the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration. Couple three three uh, data points here, bullet points. I'm sorry. Although USAF data, U.S. Air Force data collection, has been limited historically to U- United States Air Force, uh, began a six-month pro- pilot program in November 2020 to collect in the most likely areas to encounter UAP and is evaluating how to normalize future collection, reporting, and analysis across the entire Air Force. Bullet point two. The FAA captures data related to UAP during the normal course of managing air traffic operations. The FAA generally ingests this data when pilots and other airspace users report unusual and unexpected events to the FAA's air traffic organization. In addition, the FAA continuously monitors its systems for anomalies, generating additional information that may be of use to the UAP task force. The FAA is able to isolate data of interest to the task force and make it available. The FAA has a robust and effective outreach program that can help the UAP task force reach members of the aviation community to highlight the importance of reporting UAP. So only the the federal government can turn turn a conversation about UFOs into a boring document, right? So here we go. Here's the end of it. The last little bit of this report. So they're looking to expand collection. The UAP task force is looking for novel ways to increase collection of UAP cluster areas when U.S. forces are not present as a way to baseline standard UAP activity and mitigate the collection bias on the data set. One proposal is to use advanced algorithms to search historical data captured and stored by radars. The UAPTF also plans to update its current interagency UAP collection strategy in order to bring to bear relevant collection platforms and methods from the Department of Defense and the intelligence community. Uh, And then the the final one here, increase investment in research and development. Uh Uh-oh. The UAPTF has indicated that additional funding for research and development could further the future study of the topics laid out in this report. Such investments should be guided by a UAP collection strategy, UAP R&D technical roadmap, and a UAP program plan. Now it goes to the you know the page seven here, uh, page eight actually the the definition of key terms, the appendix right. We already know this, a lot of this stuff, and the appendix B. Uh, so this is just basically a a uh, an outline of what we just read, right? So so there you go. That that's it. That's the whole damn thing. Uh, I didn't see anything in there about uh, uh, Alpha Centauri or a. Uh, techno signatures or aliens or anything of the sort, right? It was all, well, we, we kind of don't know what this is about. And uh, here's some, you know, some spicy things that we can cite maybe these instances or those instances, but we don't really know for sure what some of these were. We're still we're looking for a unified way of data collection across different agencies to really determine what the hell UFOs are, right? Like, that's what's going on here. Like, that's what's in this report. Again, I'm going to link it. You guys can, I encourage you all, I encourage you, highly encourage you to read this yourself, all right? So, you know, you get, if you get me reading it, again, I'm, uh, I'm human and I'm irritated with some of the stuff and I give, uh, I give some, some emphasis, emphasis to things that may not need it. 
Okay, so I encourage you to go read this in your own time. Like you see, it, it didn't take that long. Uh, spend a little bit of time, maybe you know, fifteen twenty minutes, and just go through slow, maybe maybe a full half an hour, and just read it through and see what they're trying to tell us about this, about these UFOs. So uh, that's that's what's up. So tonight we're talking about this UFO report that is finally here. I mean, this thing is finally here. We've been waiting six months for this since it was announced in December. Uh, and again, let's go to uh, let's go to Bailey's website. Bailey put up a website called Don't Blame the Aliens dot com. Uh, the day is here. The day is here. And uh, the countdown, there you go. We have uh, actually, actually. Uh, so we're we're getting to the the point of the the actual disclosure business is is here. It's here. It says three hours to the end of the day, but we've already got it. They were ahead of schedule, if you can believe that. But uh, I don't know if uh, if Bailey uh, fixed this up to to do a countdown after the fact, uh, after a disclosure. But uh, good stuff here. Good stuff. Uh, community um, uh, engagement and talking about this stuff and thinking about this stuff. So we got a final segment here, maybe a little bit more time. I'm not going to make this a full three hour stream because it is a special Friday night sort of thing. And uh, we we got through the whole report. Uh, I, I linked it, like I said. Please do, please do read it yourself. Make sure that uh, my human bias of this, my irritation at some points, my uh, emphasis is not uh, biasing your opinion. Uh, go, go read it yourself and make sure that the things are, that are in there you understand. Or or don't. <laughs> I mean, it's up to you. It's your time. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I do encourage you to read it because uh, this is this is uh, disclosure, as they say, right? This is actual disclosure. Uh, Salcedo James says, uh, I just want aliens to come down and eliminate all the corrupt CEOs and politicians. Is that too much to ask? Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> They're probably the aliens are probably on their payroll, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, not one mention of Ash. See, you're right. We went through the whole damn report, and I think Ash escaped this one. I think he's uh, he's safe. They're not going to come get him. Uh, let's see what else is out there. Um, let's see. Ekati, the Curious Bunny protest in a few hours. Keep eyes on it. I don't know what you mean, but uh, I'll put it up on the stream. What's up, Lockbeard? Says, I'm late. What did I miss? Let me guess. Nothing. <laughs> They've told us nothing. <laughs> they claim they don't know what the fuck UAP are, right? Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Uh, there you go. Uh, what's up? Karem says this. So we get machine learning AI to track these UAPs that have come from the future. Lo and behold, these are UAPs created by the machine learning program that we humans created in the first place. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Skynet, right? Skynet's uh, uh, screwing with us. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What else is here? What else is here? Jay says, uh, <laughs> uh, we are going to use the tech we got to study you. Sounds legit, right? Totally sounds legit. Yep, there you go. Karam said it. So basically Skynet all over again. Exactly right. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Who else? Who else? Uh, Elizabeth says lots of lacking data. And again, right, uh, the cherry picking at the, the times and, uh, you know, from 2004. Uh, uh, time constraints, I understand. However, however, uh, it just seems that... Uh, I don't know. I'll let you decide. I'll let you decide. I'll let you decide. So anyway, uh, oh, come on, come on, come on, Hell 21. You knew, you knew, and I, we all knew about this. We knew this was going to become a kind of a nothing burger. And here it is. It's a nothing burger. I mean, uh, like I said, I, I don't like being lied to, and I think the government's full of crap, and all, all the narratives they, they press politically are just garbage and manufactured for uh, consent to take away things that we you know, should have. That's basically what the government's about, unfortunately. But uh, what's up? Uh, Mr. Mission Control says no mention of interdimensional aliens. Yeah. No mention of a lot of things. So there we go. Uh, Robert says this. Uh, also, by admitting that all 144 investigated were physical objects, 
uh, they admitted none were holographic plasma military projected illusions. That is true. But again, think about it in terms of the entire data set that they're not telling us. Because that Ryan Graves guy said that he saw UFOs every day for the better part of two years as a fighter pilot in the Atlantic. So is he lying or are they omitting data, right? So I think that's part of this is that, uh, you know, we, we can't, we're getting this information from them. And, you know, as, as, you know, good citizens, I guess, let's call us that, we're taking it in good faith that they're not fibbing to us. They're not flat out lying, okay? But uh, it, it does contradict a lot of things that have been said in the, the private domain here, uh, particularly that one comes to mind with Ryan Graves saying he saw UFOs every day for two years. So think about that. Two years is 365 days times two. That's 700 and what, what, 30 UFOs? right? It, like just one a day for two years type of thing. So we're, we're talking 700 instances that they don't have cataloged here and didn't even barely mention, right? So, so, so maybe, maybe, right? Objects, yes. Uh, the plasma stuff, I'm still, not, I'm still not backing off that cliff because it seems like there's a whole bunch of data out there that still might suggest that's the truth here. Um, let's see. Let's see. What else do we got? Yep, that's what we're talking about tonight. The preliminary preliminary assessment of the unidentified aerial phenomena. That's what it is. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Penny says this. They admit they're unidentified. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, there you go. There you go. Uh, Rohan, what's up, says uh, flat out lying is all they know. Yeah, kind of right. Kind of. So anyway, like you get the point. So let's take a quick break here and uh, let's finish this up. We got a final segment to finish. We got through this whole report. Uh, it's just the appendix now. And it's a, a basic outline of what we already talked about. So there's no need to read it again. Bore you guys to tears if I do that. But uh, let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We're, uh, we're going to uh, one more segment. And we got Kelly on the line. We got Jay. And we're also taking your phone calls. So if you want to be a part of the show tonight, now is a good time. Oh. That's loud. If so if you want to be a part of the show, this is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. We're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Don't go anywhere. More conversation about the UAP report and your calls after the break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we're here tonight taking your phone calls. We're, this is the Summer of Saucers, and we are talking about the six-month UFO report. So, you tell me, what do you think this is? Should we be excited about this? Should we be disappointed? Should we be optimistic of what it brings for the future? I don't know. These are all questions to kind of uh, mull over as we consider the data and consider the information, and uh, you know, maybe, maybe take some time to calm down. And uh, everybody calm down. Step away from the edge. It's okay. It's okay. This is, this is kind of what we expected, right? We didn't expect there to be the four pages of the aliens are here, right? As we discussed previously on a previous show there. I, I just, um, I don't know. Like, uh, I'm not, uh, I wasn't expecting a ton, so it's hard to be disappointed when you have no expectations, right? So there we go. There's my take on that. But uh, we are taking your phone calls tonight. We're streaming live on Facebook, DLive, and YouTube. And we are uh, got a phone number up, 702 
702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And we got a phone call. We'll go to that. We got Kelly in the Discord. We'll go to him in a little bit when he's ready. And then we got Jay in the caller queue. But we're, we got time for you. If you want to be part of the show, there's the phone number, 702-957-1037. You can find it at troubledminds.org or click the Discord link and join our Discord if you have not. You can also uh, talk about things that way. Now, let's go to the phone call. We're going to go to this phone call, and then we'll get to you, Kelly. Uh, what's up, uh, Derek? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? going on, Michael? Great show tonight. tonight Thank you soccer. very much. Oh, it's Derek. Oh, that's a... Uh, wait, wait. Derek from Mass... Yeah, yeah, okay. My bad. <laughs> Welcome, man. Welcome. I, I thought you were somebody else. So you, when, you're, when, you, when your voice... I was like, what the hell just happened, bro? I'm confused. Anyway, go right ahead, sir. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I... Um, the, the report kind of came out right when I was getting ready for work. So like, I posted it real quick to, to Facebook and then kind of ran uh, out the door. So I didn't really read it until um, you went through it. And... Again, like I think we pretty much nailed nailed it. Like over the past few weeks, kind of talking like this is exactly what we all thought it was going to be. Just saying there's unidentified stuff out there, but just keeping it completely focused on uh, just like just the garbage that you've been uh, talking about all night. But just a real, just a few quick synchronicities to uh, toss out there. A, I think it's interesting that it's nine pages, and the, they made it nine pages specifically because of the title page and the weird appendix and everything. And like, there's been so many like nines with ufology and in like weird, like ritualistic synchronicities, like starting with uh, Philip, uh, Prince Philip dying on the nines or whatever, just that whole thing. And he was a big UFO guy. And then um, with the uh, aerial debris or whatever they said, the aerial clutter, um, airborne clutter, just, I think it's interesting that they've changed flying object to aerial phenomena. We have airborne clutter and for, for centuries, they referred to like ultra terrestrials or like stuff flying around in the sky as demons of the air. Um, that's like how they're chronicled. So it just kind of reminds me of that. And then as far as like the atmospheric stuff, like they, they, they kept it pretty tech, obviously. But like as far as the atmospheric stuff, I was listening over the weekend to uh, Coast to Coast and they had George Knapp on interviewing some guy about uh, summoning UFOs. And apparently he's like close friends with, with uh, Corbell. He like, hangs out with him all the time. And he's like from Hollywood. And he's doing this whole thing about how to like do these summonings to like get to like see these like amoeba, invisible amoeba, giant amoeba things that are up in the upper atmosphere, that is living up in the upper atmosphere. And whether they're like ultra terrestrial or whatever, but he believes they're a natural phenomena. So I wonder if that's including that, that there's like a whole um, ecosystem up there of like ultra terrestrials that we just aren't aware of that could explain like a ton of this weird phenomena that people are seeing, like pilots are seeing and stuff. Um, but obviously, they didn't, they didn't touch on that, obviously, but that's just the first thing I, I thought of. And then uh, uh, I have one more. Um, that's pretty much it, I guess. But yeah, yeah, so, oh, the, uh, now we're all going to be waiting for this fucking for this Rubio thing. Him, um, him like that thing, it's, it's, it can't stay secret. If it's juicy, it'll leak, whatever. Now that's the next <laughs> carrot that'll, that'll take us the rest of the whole summer. I don't know. And I think it's pretty convenient that this, that this dropped the afternoon that contact in the desert was starting. I mean, so the idea of like some kind of, some kind of UFO monopoly or whatever, some kind of like, I don't know if this, if, if there is like a disinformation segment, um, I don't know. The contact people would definitely want to have something to talk about, you know, I'm sure it's great for them. It's weird, pretty weird timing in the week before UFO day, obviously. And, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, so. So, are you uh, you disappointed here, or are you hopeful for what it might come in the future uh, based on this report I'm today? I'm, dis- 
I'm, I'm disappointed, but this is exactly what I figured we would get. Like, they pretty much told us already a month ago that, like, I don't know, they are saying they don't know what they are. They are saying, like, it could probably be this, probably be this, 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 all, like, very mundane things. But then they are saying, like, yeah, but, the, like, we don't know what the other stuff is. I mean, so even if one of these things are from space or just not explainable, then, like, weird stuff exists, you know? And the fact that they're opening that, it's just, like, it's different than how it was when, when we were growing up. You know what I mean? So now this is just a kind of a little benchmark here for a new paradigm. Like, I consider everybody my age or younger. We just kind of all believe in UFOs and stuff. Like, we've just been born into the X-Files era, and we just believe in it, you know? And now it just seems like that is reaffirmed. Because even though we all believe it, if you were to, like, look for actual government stuff... Up until this New York Times thing a few years ago, there was really nothing. They're all pretty much just denying it. So now we, we do at least have them saying, like, yeah, we're not sure what they are. Probably nothing. I mean, but still, they don't, they're, they're saying they don't know what they are. And that's kind of cool, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, it's like not they, a saucer flying. It's like, it's not some mass sighting or it's not some no, press no. conference saying they're aliens. So we're just, just disappointed for that. But Yeah, it's like they, they left know. the door open. Like door open just a crack right to, to to let you know that maybe those things that you want to hear are possible but they they kind of didn't touch it it's uh yeah i don't know yeah. as as expected like we were saying if you have no expectations you can't be disappointed and well here we are <laughs> here we are anyway exactly but now like now like we we're saying before like now the uh the griddle is is primed for like the big egg to crack so now if something crazy used to happen in the sky like they're all we're, we're they're we're ready for it you know like we told you something's flying around up there, you know, some, like, I don't know. I, I just saw this five minutes ago uh, when I just did a quick alien search. But uh, New York Times yesterday said, get ready for little green men. And there was a whole article, and then they just posted, like, a little quick paragraph of, like, five different books about, about aliens or whatever. And uh, obviously that didn't happen. Like, we didn't get any information about little green men. But it's just all these weird primers that are, like, kind of happening just in the, in the, the background or whatever, like, like the, like the main like CBS, NBC, and stuff. They, they might run like a sixty minute segment on it. We might some, get like an hour of it, and then they would just say they'll just dismiss it. But if, but the internet's going to blow up about it. As far as like mainstream that way, like futurism and live science and all these like pseudo mainstream science sites or whatever, it's they love it. Like that's what the that's what it's for. It's creating these it's creating content for like endless content creators. You know what I mean? That's what it's for. I think um, to give us some like give everybody something to talk about. You know. Yeah, to well, touch on the Maxwell thing that you called us said way earlier, I think it's, there's a million, like, on top of the Prince Philip thing, where him, him dying on the nines and having the big uh, UFO connection, um, there's a million UFO ties in with, like, with that whole Epstein-Maxwell saga. Like, she was arrested in Lovecraft Country up in New Hampshire, like, a little farther up from where Betty and Barney Hill were abducted, um, on UFO Day, the same day the MUFON CEO or president or whatever got arrested for, like, sexual misconduct, Epstein was arrested the day that Storm Area 51 went viral. Um, there's a lot of weird, there's a lot of parallels between that, like like interlocking those two things. So I think it's weird he pointed that out. Um, I didn't realize she was like, anything anything new was happening with her. So that's something to, that's something to look for, for for everybody out there. But um, great show. I'm glad uh, you just read the documents because I wouldn't have been able to, to do it without you. Right on. I appreciate it. Great show. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Thanks for listening. Thanks, thanks for all your great takes, my man. That's uh, Derek from Massachusetts. The night stalker. Okay. Thanks, man. You too. Talk to you soon. Uh, there you go. Simple as that. If you want to be part of the show, great takes there. I didn't know that uh, Ghislaine Maxwell stuff either. Uh, the, the prince, uh, was it uh, Philip, he said? 
uh, I, I know any of that stuff. And so that's, that's, uh, that's why, again, we do it in this context, in this setting. We, we, we learn some stuff from each other. So definitely great uh, taking your phone calls now. We're, we're done with this report, and uh, it's as simple as nine pages. Uh, there's, there's, there's the in- entirety. Now, if you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord and be on the show that way, uh, just like Kelly. Kelly, are you there, buddy? I heard you trying to click in a little bit. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Good evening, family. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. Talking UFOs, man. Right in our wheelhouse. Uh, what did you think about this whole report? Well, I didn't get to, uh, like everybody else, I kind of glanced at it because I was at work. But, uh, you know, I just got out of finishing up out of the shower and stuff. But <clears throat> I know, you know, listening to you to read it. But I just wanted to ask uh, everybody, how did it taste? That big nothing burger. <laughs> <laughs> I w- uh, so so in anticipation, uh, like I said, uh, like I said before, I don't I don't eat a lot of red meat, but today I had an actual hamburger because for lunch because I wanted to make sure that I actually had a something burger today, so I didn't get skunked. <laughs> <laughs> so my hamburger was fantastic. Thanks for asking. <laughs> okay, the reason why I looked at it. All right, when it first releases, I wanted to see the paperwork itself. All right, I noticed it said uh, un- unclassified at the very bottom, and what's where it came from from the desk of the director of uh, national intelligence mm-hmm. and also from the secretary of defense. Now, as a military man and as a someone who knows military documents, because I had to even you know type them myself because you know I, I have my rank. I say that thing's a pile of crap because why isn't there Admiral Haynes on there? She's actually, uh, she's the director of national intelligence right now. She's actually the first woman to even hold that office. Why wouldn't she be on there? Our secretary of defense, Lloyd J. Austin, he was uh, sworn in January 22nd in 2021. When those people like that sign papers or even have something leave their desk that's coming out of their office, because it says it's from the desk of, they will sign it. There will be a letter letterhead, and then at the very end, they should have their name, who they are, what office they hold. Honorable, it should be Honorable Admiral Haynes, and she would assign it at the bottom. Whether it be because it was unclassified, so that means that was it wasn't uh, just you know like um, what's the other ones they have. This is, is unclassified. Yes. Just to say that it was classified, right? So that's the case. There should be names all over that shit. I didn't see anything. All I seen was from the death of and by of sec dev, the sec def, which is the secretary of defense, and then the, from the desk of the national security of uh, national intelligence. Excuse me. Yeah, check this out real quick. So, so there is an addendum here that I was going to get to as we finished up. And so it is actually from the Dep- Deputy Secretary of Defense. And so it does have a signature at the bottom. It looks like it's a, a K- Catherine Hicks. Is that who this is? Is that who you're talking about? No, the Director of National Intelligence, where the, it comes from. Because what you just read, was, say it again, her, her uh, title. 
she was uh, the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So there's a there's an actual memorandum from senior Pentagon leadership, uh, commanders of the. Anyway, I, I've got it linked, so you can check it out. But there's no name. There's just a signature at the bottom, and it's cursive, and so I can't read. Yeah. I, th- I think it's Catherine H. Hicks is what it says, I believe. Kathy H. Hicks, something yeah. like that. I know, but what was her title, though? It was like someone that was junior or something like that? or It doesn't say. So the very top says Deputy Secretary of Defense. Secretary. So she is like, she's the per- person that's going to just, you know, make sure there's clerical errors and just send it off to someone else. That doesn't mean anything to me either. You know what I mean? I'm talking that these people's coming from their desk, okay? That means that they're going to be signing that shit. That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, I'm not impressed with it, but, like, from the information that they're putting out, I mean, this is something that we've already known since uh, Operation, you know, Operation, uh, like, I'm sorry, uh, Project Blue Book. You know, they've been doing this stuff for, I don't know. And, and, you know, yes, it's something that you can catch something that they're not saying as they're saying something. I mean, you know, for example, like you guys were reading, you know, Say there's something that they didn't say, or you know, like aerial. So that's that's another thing. I'm not going to call it UFO anymore. Is they're called ACs, okay? They're called aerial clutters, okay? That's what I'm going to start screaming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how how ridiculous is that, right? I mean, that's got to be incredibly rare. Where you're like, oh, we got some flying garbage today. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Holy shit, people. Okay. Right? I wish I would tell everybody, I wish I could say what kind of radar systems, because I had a guy, I earned uh, different warfares when I was, you know, in the Navy, different uh, aircraft, different ships, you have to, you know, you have to get, uh, you want to get these, uh, what they call warfares, right? You learn about the aircraft, what kind of radar systems, what kind of defense mechanisms we have, what kind of, you know, propulsion, and what's our defense, right? So the radar systems that they're talking about, like, that they're speaking of in this thing is more or less weather radar. The, the radars that we have, I'm going to tell you right now. That's what I was talking about, like, in another show. Our radars will tell you if they're friendly or foe, and they'll tell you exactly what they are. These new ones that we have on our aircraft carriers, they're not just going to be some... I mean, radar has come a very, very, very long way. So that report, when they're saying they don't know what it is, that's, that, number one, that's a lie, because they know what it is. I'm going to tell you right now, if they knew if it was an enemy aircraft or an unknown aircraft, and that's why I was saying, like, on a, on a, <clears throat> when we're out to sea, an aircraft carrier or any kind of ship, and then you hear the word Snoopy, Snoopy, right? That's the people that's going to come out with those binoculars and cameras that I talked about before. And they'll, there's the ones that, like, I look in those directions, you know? I'd be like, all right, there's something out there. Because sometimes, <clears throat> I mean, because they'll even say it's a, if they don't say it's a surface contact, then you really, you know, I mean, like a surface contact would be like on water, you know, or coming out of a boat or something or something coming out of the water. Perhaps we'll say that. But as for aerial one, yeah, I mean, they will know. Anything in the sky, if they don't know it, then it's, it's something that they're going to be calling the Snoopies out for. Yeah, so, so actually uh, recently that, uh, that Jeremy Corbell thing that, that actually involved a Snoopy team going out to investigate uh, one of those sightings. So, uh, so, so you're right. Like that's the, those are the first people they call when they see something they can't identify. So like you said, if they, they're saying Snoopy, 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 you're, you're, you're like, oh, shit, what's going on, right? Something's actually going on here. So, I mean, uh, that's all legitimate. Like you said, they, and they, it's their job. Like it's their, literally their livelihood. And probably their life, if they fuck up, 
to not identify something, right? If they're like, oh, we don't know what that is. <laughs> Boom, you could be dead, right? I mean, that's not, uh, that's, that's not the way this goes. Yeah, if there's pilots that claim that they've seen something unidentified, right? Because there's times that I've been on aircraft and they shut the whole aircraft down and they send out the, uh, what they call ATs, which is an aviation electronics technician. They start pulling fucking, they start pulling boxes, which is all the computer systems and radar systems that are like, you know, recorded data. So they start pulling that shit. And then you'll see the pilot leave the aircraft, you know, first, but then they'll shut it down and start pulling boxes. When you see something like that happening, we know on, uh, as, you know, as workers and shit that, you know, there's something that's going on. And usually that's F-18 pilots. And, for example, when they were talking about in that the report about the deflated, which is funny because, uh, what was it, Beach, uh, what was his name? Uh, Beachwood. Yeah, Beachwood. <laughs> when they said they airplane or uh, aircraft or uh, balloons should be inflated instead of deflated. That was <laughs> exactly, <crazy>. <laughs> he's right. He's totally right. That's that's yeah, that's when it becomes garbage. It becomes the uh, the, <laughs> the aerial. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're talking about that picture of the pilot took from the from the from their uh, cockpit, where it looked like a black, almost looked like to me. I mean, there were some people that are trying to uh, like analyze it and bring it into more focus. And some of the, some of the, I've seen a couple pages that tried to do that, and it made it look like a balloon, right? To me, that shit ain't no balloon. That looks like almost something I was, like, seeing. It could be, it has almost like a vector shape. <clears throat> if you, uh, <clears throat> the original picture from time, I kind of blew it up and, you know, trying to um, take a better look at it. But to me, it almost looks like the vector the black vector. Do you ever seen? You ever heard of that one? It was uh, in. It was. I believe it was in Nevada too. Some people were. They were like. Uh, it looked like there's a picture of that he took. Is probably in the seventies, sixties, seventies, and they're like polar on the side of the road, and somebody snapped a f- couple photos when this thing was taken off because they said they could see something out in the distance and it was all black, but when it was taken off, it kind of tilted up like off to the side, you know, like the the port or the starboard side wing kind of went up and or which would be the right side but it you could see the vector shape and it's it's a famous picture and it's you know it's kind of like a jaggedy looking but it does have a v shape i don't know if you ever do you know what the photo i'm talking about i haven't seen it no it's not ringing a bell but uh if i see it it may but as of right now i don't know what you're talking about now I have to go in my memory banks and pull that out but yeah i've seen that and i was actually going to do a post on that you know, kind of uh, putting the two together. Cause it's almost similar, you know, but it's not. The one in the one that the pilot took, it's in a distance and it's smaller. So I wouldn't know about, I wouldn't say it would probably be the exact one, but it, it's kind of similar, you know. That's the only thing I was trying to say. But, you know, sometimes I do that where I see something. I don't know. I, my memory's like that. I just, it's like photographic. And when I see something, I it's just like I can bounce it off of something really quick. Uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, it's that's the only thing I was saying, but it was kind of that aircraft was kind of almost looks like that. But I think that's the thing they were talking about, like an inflated, a deflated balloon. I mean, I don't know. The only thing I could say that you know that's workable like that, you know, those weather balloons, they don't they don't look that color. I've never seen a weather balloon look that color or even that shape. I don't know helium balloons that size that could be up that high. I mean, I know they can, but. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doesn't it seem dangerous when you got you got F-16s flying around? You got like uh, just garbage raining from the sky. <laughs> Doesn't that seem dangerous? <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's interesting that you see in that that picture, but I don't know, man. To me, they're just kind of trying to like cover the bases of what was in you know, that's been put out on, uh, like, the internet or, you know, on the web or even on mainstream media, like the picture of that, that pilot. It seems to me that they're just talking about the those stories specifically and not what they've been tracking and know they've, they've been tracking since, you know, World War One. And we're talking, like, you know, we already talked about that, too, you know, like, they call them Foo Fighters, all that other shit. I mean, they've been, they know. I mean, this is ridiculous that they're trying to put, and, and the number one, that's funny, too, everybody, it, it, the first and last page, garbage. That's so <laughs> exactly that's a waste of space. So yeah, so the even even the 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 leak that we got that estimated it was going to be four pages long isn't that far off because you could throw out the first one and throw out the three last ones and it was almost four pages long. <laughs> oh jeez. Hey Kelly, we got yeah. Todd and Jay in here, and I'm going to go grab a beer. I'm going to pull them in and uh, run it for a sec for me. All right, do. Thank you. Here we go. Todd and Jay. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. Todd and Jay, you're on the show. Kelly's here. I'm going to step away for 30 seconds. I'll be right back. Get him, boys. What's up? <laughs> hey, Kelly. What's up, Jay? Uh, not much. Wow. I, I wanted to tell a story. I, I was I had to step off for about 15 minutes and talk to somebody I know unbelievably well. And they were telling me about one time they were doing a fire department check in a building because they were listening to the show, too. Oh, the, the iPad is still on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm an asshole. Um, when he walked into the building, the, the, I don't know, I think they call him a sentry, the person standing in the door there, walked him down the hall with a bell, and the doors closed in the hallway that he was walking out because he wasn't allowed to see anything about that. We were talking about the disclosure report and he basically is just was as he goes, they're never going to tell you. No, they're not. It, it, it was my job to go in there and see what was going on in case there was ever a fire and they wouldn't tell me. Hmm. We're never going to tell you. That, that- you know, that that's uh, probably their number one thing. It's always it's always to cover. What's the word they use? There's a there's a government word they use. It's, it's like um, sources, methods. sources and methods. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a method to their madness because they're never going to say anything. Like I said, it goes against everything that they're trying to accomplish. You know what I mean? Whether it be working out. Let's let's go to for examples. Two examples I'll give you. One is either they're working with the aliens and they can't say nothing. Or someone's ruling this shit, and the aliens are ruling this shit like we think they are. You know, most people think it's like the reptilians, and they can't say shit anyway. Yeah, if they say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, there's, there might be some kind of alien or something. Yeah, there's, that's your boss, bro. Well, I mean, I mean, if you, like, read between the lines, I mean, that was one of the things that I was taught. I took journalism in high school, you know. I wanted to be a journalist. But... When you tell a story, you make sure you use the words to make people's minds think and stuff like that for themselves. So you can actually 
there's a lot more to the story because obviously, you know, radio shows only two or three hours long, you know, newspaper can only be so many pages, you know, so you got to choose everything that you do carefully. And I think what came out with the report today was they kind of admitted they were liars, you know, Oh, they're not real. Well, you, you know, how many hardware stores and gas stations and trucking companies did you put out of business in the 50s and 60s because the guy is saying, you know, bullshit. This is what I saw. I'm sticking to my guns on it. I told it in the paper. Now I got 18 military guys. Who were the ones that got, like, interrogated to hell and almost went crazy? They made a movie back about it in, like, the 50s or something. Oh my god, I can't believe it. That's my problem, Mike. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm really bad with names. That's okay. That's okay. Um, That's okay. Uh, so, 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 so you're not impressed. You're not impressed with this. I, I'm, I'm disappointed. And in all honesty, you're not coming out like you do on the radio show after your 16th coffee and reading the news all day. You did well, man. <laughs> I, I was really, I, I, I was really expecting you to like, Bleep, 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 bleep. Nah, 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 the nah. three thousand bucks would have been nah. worth it, you know. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not really as mad as I seem sometimes. That's kind of a little bit of theater, right? Like, it, you can it being dynamic means you can uh, sound fired up without actually being mad. So it's all good. Uh, so <laughs> it's all. I, I'm. I'm not remotely mad. We expected this. So hot take, Todd. What do you think, buddy? Todd was like, "It's bullshit." Bunch of bullshit. Bunch of bullshit. They said a bunch of nothing. Uh, saying objects objects in the sky clutter come on now what the hell is clutter in the sky birds what else floats in the fucking sky seriously yeah uh balloons deflated that's, balloons that's a bunch of, <laughs> besides balloons nothing just fucking floats in the sky and gets cluttered up i might be guilty of the balloon thing because me and the kids buy those ones on ebay for like 2.99 <laughs> with that flashy alien light in it and blow the whole party store helium into it and tie it to a fishing line. Yeah, that sounds fun, though. I, the oldest boy, I'm divorced. The oldest boy lives with the mother and stuff like that. And we put it up and we get it floating down over downtown. And I ask him to go outside and see if he could see it. Dad, stop doing stuff like that. <laughs> Josephine and dude love it. You know? Dude, like a it's, week ago. Like a week ago, I was looking up at the at the stars, like I do sometimes when I go out to smoke a cigarette. And I swear to God, there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden, a bright red fucking light, they like lights up and shoots away. Just I out saw of that too. The college kids next door actually got a picture of it, and the little bastard wouldn't send it to me in an email. And then Axel saw the same damn thing. Really? A red yeah, light? Yeah. A red light. Up, it, it popped up out of nowhere and took off. Yeah, it was tripping across the sky, and I'm like, wow, that's moving an awful, an awful fast for a satellite, you know? Right. No, but this, mean, was, this was, like, closer than just satellite. Like, it was in the, the immediate sky. Like, it, it, there was nothing there, and then all of a sudden it lit up and shot off. If it was in the immediate sky, it was small. That's what made me think that it was high. But the thing is, though, is it did, like, a little whirly gig dance, and then it just went, poof, gone. Mine just lit up and shot off. But yeah, I was like, I was camera. literally looking at the sky and there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden it lit up and shot off. 
Hey, check this out. I mean, check this out. We, we, yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off here. We got, we got an addendum. I'm going to add this just, just to, to the record so everybody knows. So there, there is an, a, an official statement from uh, the Deputy Secretary of Defense, which I didn't know. Actually, I didn't check it out. But uh, the, the signature at the bottom here, Kelly, is indeed Dr. Kathleen H. Hicks. Thank you to Robert Arend out there who uh, looked it up and put it up on the uh, the, the chat here, uh, who serves as the 35th Deputy Secretary of Defense. She was sworn into that office on February 9th, 2021. And let me read this. It's pretty short. It's like half a page. So the subject is unidentified aerial phenomena assessments. A recent report from the Office of the Director of National Intelligence highlights the current challenges associated with assessing unidentified aerial phenomena occurring on or near DOD training ranges and installations. It is critical that the United States maintain operations security and safety at DOD ranges. To this end, it is equally critical that all U.S. military air crews or government personnel report whenever aircraft or other devices interfere with military training. This includes the observation and reporting of UAPs. The report also confirmed that the scope of UAP activity expands significantly beyond the purview of the Secretary of the Navy, who heads the UAP task force, and suggested process improvements to ensure timely collection of consistent data on UAP. Consistent with these recommendations and to improve partnership, with the ODNI and other non-DOD organizations, I direct the Office of the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security to develop a plan to formalize the mission currently performed by the UAPTF. Three little bullet points and we're done, guys. The plan should include these three things. Number one, establish procedures to synchronize collection, reporting, and analysis on the UAP problem set and to establish recommendations for securing military test and training ranges. Number two, identify requirements for the establishment and operation of the new activity to include the organizational alignment, resources, and staffing required, as well as any necessary authorities and a timeline for implementation. And finally, number three, be developed in coordination with the principal staff assistants, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, secretaries of the military departments, and the commanders of the combatant commands with the DNI and other relevant interagency partners. All members of the department will utilize these processes to ensure that the UAPTF or its follow-on activity has reports of UAP observations within two weeks of an occurrence. And again, signed by Dr. Kathleen H. Hicks, the 35th Deputy Secretary of Defense. So there's a we can add that to the record as a ninth page of this because uh, this came out today as well, stamped June 25th. And uh, there you go. There you go. So uh, thank you, Robert, Something for, spicy. Uh, pointing that out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, so, so she's basically saying that, look, we're going to take this information and it's going to be a requirement to get the reporting within two weeks to the UAP task force or whatever comes of that from here to there. So I think that's a good thing, right? I mean, again, assuming they're not just pulling our leg with a bunch of BS, right? I think that's the problem. <laughs> If it's real, I mean, they're honest. I mean, we're, we're putting one foot in the right direction. You know what I mean? Like earlier in the show when you were reading all the thing and no one was calling you, it's going to, uh, I don't even know how to put it. You know, the how many people are going to be doing FOIAs right now? You know? I would think they're going to be bombarded. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get bombarded with it. They're not even going to be able to. It's going to take you a month to get them because they're going to get overloaded. They're just going to be open in mail for weeks. You know, there was nothing on the Facebook about it today. They were talking about the guy that, you know, the sentencing, the 22 years for 
whatever and you know trips to the border and blah 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 one little teeny tiny you know what eight page or eight paragraph thing in the times there nothing you know it was really it was nothing yeah you know so you think that there would be more you would hope you know you, hope. you know go ahead Tom. sorry i just wanted to, i just want to say that i think the reason that and these fucking disclosures that they ain't telling us shit is because they know that the UFOs aren't any threat to the national security. Because if it was a threat, like I was saying earlier, we would be wiped out already. Because any civilization that could get here and the amount of time that they did and shut down our nukes and military stations and all that, they know damn well that if they wanted to wipe us out, they could. So there's no reason to put that in there. There's no reason for them to acknowledge the fact that there's any threat to the military, because there's not. If they wanted to destroy us, they could already destroy us. They disabled nukes at military stations with guards shooting at them, and it did absolutely nothing, and they shut down the nukes in, in the silos, more than one at a time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Penny so, had a video on from just not too long ago, Afghanistan or Iraq or somewhere over there in the Mideast. Where they actually put a strike out on them, there are three, four of them up there just floating in the same spots. You see the missile go off, it obviously hit one of them, probably should have taken at least all of them out. And when the smoke cleared, they're still sitting there. With their little poopy thingy coming out of the bop and the little poopy thing coming out of no the top. On them. <clears throat> they bounced That's out. How far you know? I'll give you a prime example of that would be uh, Battle of LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the shells killed more people, and nothing happened to the fucking ship they were shooting at. <laughs> yeah. And then it floated away. It just goes, that, that, that's why the government doesn't say anything about it. Because if they said something about that, they would be admitting that they're useless. Well, how about this example, that uh, Russia is, is in uh, ties with a different alien species, and the United States... Is in ties with a different one. I totally so, believe that, but that's why we're yeah. not fighting each other. Well, the Intergalactic Commission. That's why they would use the word threat, though. But if they were a threat, if, 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 all right, put it this way if Russia had a certain alien uh, species helping them and we had a certain species, who, who's to say which species of them is stronger? And if one of them was stronger, wouldn't that one superpower destroy the other one if they had the opportunity? Because that's the way governments think. Power is power. If we want this, we're taking this. But if we can't take this, we have to sit idle because there's nothing we can do because this other force is just as strong as we are. What if it's the same people but different, uh, different uh, you know, Different, like Enki and China, and, you know, uh, China yeah. and the United States on Mars, like that, fighting over dirt. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what I'm saying. It's two. Even if it was two of the same species, they're both just as strong as the other one. Exactly. So, so we're going me. Awesome, we get to have the battle here. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know. There were, but see, yeah. there was already battles that the, the, the uh, ancient fucking Indians talked, not Indians. Um, the yeah, Hindus, the, Hindus. Too. the Hindus did too. It's in the Bible. It's in all of right. all, all, all talk about the, the wars back then. Yeah. 
<clears throat> you know, sides of the same species fighting each other. You know, the skinwalkers, all of it. They're all, and this stuff has been there forever. I really need to get to reading those books, you know, because well, it's the history. There's speculative and there's cognitive in the books. That's one of the things that they talk time. about. There's been wars in the sky that people have been talking about forever. Like, they have drawings in a piece of wood, like in Germany. There was, they drew, like, the, the different spaceship shapes and shows them some of them, like, crashed in the ground. There was, like, uh, they're, like, more, like, round, right? Or, like, a cross shape. And then they had, like, one big black one that's, like, runs, looks like the mothership in the sky. And then you have examples of the Mahabharata, I think I got that right. Mahabharata, yeah. Uh, in the in the Hindu religions, they talk about their gods were fighting in the skies as well against you know their enemies. And then also you have in Sumerian tales where they talk about their brothers, you know, like Genki and Enlil, right? And then also Greek, Roman. I mean, it's been talked about all over the place. They just call them different things: chariots, you know, vimanas. What not? Has the, the the last eighteen months been like a trial run for? Hey, look, the big battle's coming. We put it in the New York Times. We don't know what the hell they are, and um, everybody needs to wear a respirator and you know. No, Matt, they didn't mention us because they're full of shit. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, but but I mean, but you know, you know what I mean. Though the thing is, though, is like you know, they're coming. Okay, we admitted it today. You know, so here's you know what do you think that's going to happen with the? What are the reports going to go up? I mean, how many people like game vet that are going out there with this dash cam on and see something that go on, and just don't put it on the YouTube or the Facebook or the Discord or the whatever. Because they don't want to be, ha ha, you're, you know, tinfoil hat guy. You know, I mean, they just, you know, people don't want to do it. And I mean, that was also in the report, you know, that there's a lot of people out there that have seen these things that just, I mean, I've seen all kinds of stuff, you know, I just, you don't, go around, you don't go around and talk to people about it because people are like, wow, dude, man, you need to put down the hash pipe, you know? I do. I tell everybody what I see. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. But, you know, <laughs> you're in business and stuff like that. You know, I mean, look at it with the, the people that were back in the 50s or 60s or maybe even in the 70s or 80s. You know, yeah, people wouldn't let your so kids in, hang out with them and stuff. This stuff is so ingrained in society today, though, because of all the sci-fi shows, all the UFO documentaries, all that, that shit. Like, it's not a big thing anymore. It really isn't. Like half, half, I would say more than half of the population knows that aliens are real. That there's got to be aliens out there. If you sit down and do the math, man, and it's just you know, let's just you know think about it super scientifically. Amount of planets, amount of star systems, and everything else like that that we can see with the Hubble telescope. So there's got to be like I think twelve. The way the math works out. You know, and what we know about, and that's not even counting what's beyond that. You know, well, how about what's the planet that's coming here? That's going to be about the distance of Jupiter. I'm telling you, that was in Scooby Doo kids' cartoon. They put it in Scooby Doo. 
<laughs> they did. I'm not. I'm not even joking. It was in a kids' cartoon. I'm sitting there talking with the kids one night, and they're talking about Nibiru. I'm not saying it right, am I, Mike? Nibiru. Nibiru. New beer. Yeah, beer. Right. Ash talking. <laughs> <laughs> beer brew. Mm-hmm. The, the kids bring it up at the table and my jaw like hit the floor. I had to actually pick my hand up and close my mouth because my you know five year old and six year old are talking about Nibiru and my kids demanding the telescope. And I'm like, well, where'd you hear about that? Scooby Doo, Dad. Dude, there's a video game on Steam called Breeders of the Oh, uh, Nephilim. Breeders of the Nephilim. There's a game, video game called Breeders of the Nephilim, and there's another game called Nibiru. They just throw it out there, like, and and it, there's I'm, this is this has to do with a video game, but I played this game called Tekken Seven, right? It's a fighting game. There's a character in there, and some of her moves are named Enki and Leal, uh, blah 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 blah. Like, there's Nibiru. Um, Sumerian names in the friggin' video game. It's ridiculous. They're, they put it out there in so many different ways. Because they can't lie. But they... Ron Reagan was one of the best things that I ever... Never let the truth get in the way of a good story. You don't have to lie. You just don't have to tell the whole truth. Exactly. You yeah. know, and that's, that's what that's, the report is. That's what I know, but... Yeah, there's some sayings that there's some things in there that you could take it as that as well. You know, like they're saying something, whether they're not saying they're actually saying something, which is true. You know what I mean? By not saying it, it it, actually it's wording because you're right. When they have a like the reason why that report's so short, you can actually you know it's like shorthand. You you put the the meaning shit in the middle. Right, you got a header, the meat, and then the end is what they call it. And yeah, the middle is what you kind of get the gist of what they're trying to tell you, or what they're trying. Even if they're not trying to tell you something, it's all wording because every word's got a meaning. Words okay. have power. Like the example, like when people are like, I don't know, man. I I don't ever think myself lesser than anybody, but when people say they don't understand it, like with you know like doctors or lawyers, that's because it's, they make their own language. You have to go to school to learn it, just like any other language. Because they use meanings of words, especially uh, lawyers. Doctors get paid to make people, keep people sick with medication. But to, to go back to that, I, I, I just want to you know, kind of change a little bit, but like I was saying, that's kind of weird that they have, you know... I don't know. I know you guys heard it, but this little planet, and they're saying it's bigger than a moon. So, it, you know, they're calling it like a small planet. It's supposed to be coming into our, it's already in, in our, uh, our galaxy, our, or not our galaxy, but our, our solar system, I guess. Yeah, talking about the Pluto, the moon, or planet, it's, it's, or yeah, whatever it is. They're classifying it as a large comet. It's coming from the Oort cloud. It's supposed to get here in 2032, something like that, around near the Jupiter orbit. Uh, elliptical style, though. So if Jupiter's on a flat plane, it's going to come below Jupiter, but it's going to get as close as that. Yeah, 2032, I think, is the date I saw. But yeah, totally. Cool, I'll, I'll get to see that. Unless I get hit by a bus. God willing. Cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. 
like you guys were saying that you know when you guys were talking the other night, Mike was about a moa moa. That thing was a. Uh, we all know that was something else. That was no. You know what I mean? That was no space rock or anything coming flying through our our galaxy, or our, or you know. The, the, it changed direction. Yeah. Well, the it changed direction. Like in. <laughs> It came from the top and then out, and then took off in another direction in a, while it while it accelerated. Yeah, it's, yeah exactly. So I, you know what I think that is, and you know all the science fiction shows and everything else like that. It's the ancient ship from that Stargate Universe show. You know, flying through there, it's just picked up dirt and it needs to go through car wash. You know, it's underneath all that dirt, and maybe they just didn't brush it off to keep crap from hitting it, you know? Dude, the, the, the aliens they, they call the fucking uh, the Asgard, those are the real fucking aliens. I've, I've seen them. They looked exactly like that, dude. When I I know I've the story, yeah. No, they weren't gray. They were blue. They glowed blue just like that. Yeah, but they look like grays. No, because their their heads are they're, they're, they're not like gray. Grays are like their heads are up. These are more like Towards the back, and they're they're bulbous on both sides, and it's like yeah. It, I remember like, I watched the show. I loved that. Yeah, like I I saw those exact fucking aliens, dude. I'm telling you. And he got mad and stuff like that. No, I'm not going to do that for you. Yeah, <laughs> you I can, but I won't. What happened? I said, where'd you see that at? Oh, it's, it's a story when I was tripping on acid. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah but no, but I'm I'm telling you, dude. It, it pulled back reality, dude, and I fucking saw those motherfuckers. And I saw the Akashic Records. Yeah, that's The Indians fuck. used to do that. The Hindus used to do that. I mean, even the Christians, they used to do that stuff like that. Give a strong drink to a man who is troubled. You know, I mean, really, it's enlightenment has to do with opening your mind to all concepts. And then you throw it in there like a blender, and, you know, pick out what you want to believe or what you want to think. Yeah. You know, but uh, sorry, you're good. I was you're cutting good. somebody off. You're good. FYI, if you guys uh, want Todd's full story, his uh, his story about the when he was tripping and the aliens and in its entirety, it's he actually told the story in our episode uh, a couple weeks back. It was about lucid dreaming, night terrors, and uh, out of body experiences. Check that out. He told the full story there. So just uh, in case anybody's curious. So let's wrap this up, boys. So we, uh, I think we covered what we need to cover tonight. Uh, it's, uh, you know, like kind of like Kelly said, I'm glad I had a hamburger for lunch because I certainly didn't get one for dinner. Here we are <laughs> with the nothing burger. Oh, we were going to keep you on for another hour. No, hell no. No, oh, hell no. <laughs> this, is, this is my fifth day, boys. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, as I choke, I, as I, choke uh, I need to rest too. So let, let's wrap uh, this up. Let's wrap uh, this up. Final thoughts, guys. Uh, I'll give mine real quick. I just want to say that uh, we already know, man, uh, what we were expecting. I don't know what, you know, people sometimes expect too much from the government. You know what I mean? That In that perspective as like giving some information. Because, you know, and, and all in all, if anybody was to know, they know. And so that's where people want to kind of hear it from their mouths, you know. But just... Uh, look look at the places all over that people are posting and you know now they especially now and nowadays but look look back then you know when i was younger we didn't have any of these like cell phones or the internet any of that shit you know to to share all this information it all came from the boob tube you know the garbage 
So, <clears throat> I mean, for me, we already know it. What what I read was what you know we expected. But uh, keep your eyes on the skies, man, and get your phones out. Get some cameras. You know, I I got some. Uh, I got a night a better camera. You know, to get some uh, really nice close shot is that that's a P nine hundred. So you can really zoom in if that's. I'd rather see some photos like that instead of some cameras because the camera's only going to get so close. But, yeah, keep your eyes in the sky, and uh, you guys take care of yourself out there. Amen. Uh, real quick, I just want to interject. Thank you, Kelly, for that. Uh, Beachwood, I see you on the phone. We'll, don't worry. We'll go to you before we finish. Hang tight, buddy. Uh, go ahead. Finish up uh, your next, Todd. Final thoughts here. What about this UAP report, man? The UAP, uh, UAP report was bullshit. That's what I have to say about it. It told us nothing, and it said a bunch of bullshit. It, it said a bunch of nothing with a bunch of boring words that, that make you think nothing about anything. It's just it's ridiculous that they, they could say so little with so many words. It's ridiculous. That's all. I just think it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> so you're mad. Todd's mad. I'm not mad. I just it's what I it's what I expected. I knew they weren't going to say anything, anything of value. Cuz if they did, they would be they would if they said anything about actual UFOs, they would be saying that they're useless. There's nothing that they could do because they're here and they're always going to be here. They always were here and there's nothing that we could do about it. That's what that's what disclosure is. Yeah, I think so. I agree. It's, it's uh, like uh, just telling us what, what they know. And and clearly, I, I think that, you know, all the, the Project Stargate and all this weird stuff that they've done in the past, uh, I, I think they know quite a lot more than they're telling us. So I'm with you. I'm with you there. Let's uh, let's get the details. And uh, maybe this is a start. You know, I'm going to try and be positive as, as we try and do on this show. It's called Troubled Minds. But for fuck's sakes, it doesn't mean we can't be positive. So let's look, for, look to the future. Keep your eyes to the sky, like Kelly said, and uh, rock it out. I appreciate it, Todd. You're the best, man. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. As always. Right on, bro. All right, uh, Jay. Let, actually, let's go to Beachwood real quick. Then we'll do the outro with Jay. You're welcome to stay to the end, Todd. Uh, let's go, uh, Beachwood. What's up? You're on Trouble Minds with Mike, Todd, and Jay. What's up, my friend? Oh, uh, hey, what's up, man? I was just listening to the show. Uh, great show tonight. I got a lot of info. I paid attention close because, uh, like I said, I skimmed through that. But um, now I, I work with a kid who doesn't believe in you know, like UFOs. He believes in the sighting, doesn't believe in extraterrestrials, uh, but he's a big conspiracy theorist. And he actually made some good points to me about like what happened with the pandemic and like with the UFO stuff, how it's a distraction that gets people out of their comfort zone. It gives them a common enemy. And he said that his theory is that just looking for a way to further separate the middle class from the elite. And it's just weird that he said that because we paint, we shoot for high end customers, but they're not billionaires. They're not, uh, you know, they're not big timers. They're, they're well off, but they're not big timers. They don't have a say in it. And he thinks that they're trying to eliminate that group of the population. And by using this is a kind of like a stepping stone just to get you to look the other direction. And then they change everything. 
And it, it made a little bit of sense what he said. But, um, yeah, that was it. That was just the final point I wanted to add in is just uh, the government's cheating a win. They're cheating a win. So sometimes you got to try to think like them. And I thought it was a decent point. But uh, no, a great show, um, some great takes. And uh, I just appreciate you having me on. Thanks, bro. I appreciate your take there. Uh, so just uh, real quick, uh, beware of the UFO as the shiny object of the government. And I'm with you. I understand completely. Thanks for the call, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Beachwood from Massachusetts. Have a great day. All right, my man. Thanks, Take bro. it easy. You awesome too, man. Show. Thanks a lot. There you go. All right, uh, let's finish this up, Jay. Well, we'll final thoughts here, and then uh, we'll do the outro with Jay and, uh, Jay and Todd, and uh, we're, we're done. I just... Uh, I think what came out of all of it is either they have no idea or we're lying. I mean, you know, what's other, you know, the wastebasket on the last end of it, you know, they <laughs> exactly, put something right? like that. Exactly. You, you know, like it's other A, B, C, D. Or, other. or something that <laughs> something we else. got no clue about, you know. Right. Exactly. These guys are popping right in here and folding it in and out of time whenever they see fit. You know, there's nothing we can do about it. Right. 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 You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Well, like you know, this is this this saga is not over. God willing, we got tomorrow, and so we're going to keep punching. We're going to keep talking about this stuff. Keep thinking about this stuff like we always do. So, you know, how everybody out there, however you might feel about this uh, this UFO report, whatever the heck is happening here. Don't sweat it. Uh, you know, if you're underwhelmed, disappointed, uh, maybe maybe you're positive about it. That's cool too. Uh, but don't worry. It's the start. It's the start of some things. I'm trying to be positive, even though we're dealing with a, a dishonest government that's been lying their balls off for like 75 years <laughs> so, about this particular topic, among other things. Not even talking about other things. So so yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, you got a quote for us, Jay, or is it Friday and we're going to go quoteless? <laughs> No, I always try to do my homework for you, Mike. You (laughs) do your work. I should try to do mine, too. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate that. I I have to say that it's from Adolis Huxley, though, so it's kind of like Mr. Poopy Pants or something like that. That's cool. Bailey might give me a bad mark or whatever, but here it is. There will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmaceutical method of making people love their servitude and producing a dictatorship without tears, so to speak. Producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will, in fact, have their liberties taken away from them, but rather enjoy that because we will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharmaceutical methods and this seems to be the final revolution Adelis Huxley during the Taz talk lecture group in 1961 so they've been telling us this crap for years Mike you know yeah, it's years, history, re- years right. and years and years, but we just don't read it, you know. Yeah, no, back page, so or Playboy, or whatever. Go ahead, Todd. Go ahead, Todd. I was just gonna say that's an awesome quote. And anybody that's in Discord should jump in Discord chat because I guarantee you, me, Mike, and Jay are gonna be talking for a little bit after the show. So you should jump in Discord and jump in the chat. 
There we go. That's a good plug for the Discord. If you guys have not joined the Discord yet, go to troubledminds.org, click the Discord link. Lots of smart people. Uh, if you, you're going to get a communication or an announcement about Troubled Minds itself, that's the first place you'll get it in Discord. And as far as I'm aware, we have not been censored or troubled with over there. So uh, there you go. Troubledminds.org. Join the Discord. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Beachwood. Thank you for all the calls tonight. Thank you, Robert, for helping me out in the chat and for the fantastic call. Thank you, Night Stalker. Uh, if I miss somebody, I apologize. I'm only human. At the end, have a nice weekend, guys. Don't worry about this this uh, this little bit of uh, whatever this UAP report flap was. John Greenwald Jr. is on the case. He's filing FOIAs like a maniac first thing monday morning so it's going to just push the discussion forward so have some faith that some good people are out there doing god's work and uh, cross your fingers that uh, uh maybe we get to the bottom of this at some point uh at the end thank you thank you so much for hanging out with us thanks for uh, all the smart and thoughtful chat thanks for the supporting the show don't forget there's a patreon there's a podcast the podcast is almost damn near up to date so this is a couple more days and literally we're going to do a show and that shit's going to be on the podcast feed the next day so if you're missing this and you're on the road or something uh at work that's the best way to listen to it so uh there you go ah thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you i'm not running for office i promise i just really appreciate all you guys at the end be sure be strong be true Thank you for listening from our troubled minds to yours. Have a great night. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you guys on Monday for conspiracy news at 3 p.m. Go ahead, guys. Time to time to let it out. How like dinosaurs or whatever. <laughs> it's a fantastic show after a fantastic show, Mike. Really, I mean, your hard work is showing. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. you. Know. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to you guys. It's a it's a team effort here. Come on, Todd, make some scary noises. Uh, we'll do that. Ah, we don't do We're too cool for that. I'll do it. Ow, 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 ow. All right, here we go. Scary noises. I thought you weren't drinking beer anymore. I'm, well, I didn't say anymore. I said I'm going to cut back. <laughs> no, I did say. I'm not drinking anymore. I'm just not drinking any less. Well, no. Wait, when I he said it. he wasn't drinking beer, he was drinking that, that whiskey crap. Uh, yeah, I, well, I, I ran out. Here's the thing. I'm not drinking beer anymore. With my left hand. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks, guys, for hanging out. We'll catch you soon. Have a nice weekend. Again, join the Discord. Uh, these guys are going to be hanging out. I, I got to go uh, check and make sure dinner's good and Mrs. Strange is all, all square. So I'll catch you, catch up with you guys later. Thanks again. We'll, uh, we'll catch you on Monday. We'll catch you on Monday. Jump and shoot the breeze. We'll be there. There you go. Have a great night. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace, peace, peace. In the middle. Peace out.